Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Sustained effort and violence. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Do we not agree? Was that supposed to be funny? Cool, neat story. It could be a total goat rodeo. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Alrighty, welcome in this Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Here on a Wednesday, as I just said, Robert already on Facebook Live saying, Good afternoon, Clip, Shirley, and Chan Man. Good afternoon to you, Robert, and all of you out there. Facebook, uh... You may want to jump on the Facebook feed, our live video feed, for at least one moment today because we're going to have the Great Pirate Radio Raffle. I'll explain in detail what you need to do in just a moment. Thanks for tuning in today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930. We are online, PR927FM.com. You can Watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Make sure you're liking us on Pirate Radio, following us there on on Facebook, and also subscribing to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. We'll do a YouTube-exclusive giveaway coming up on Thursday. Today, our giveaway, everybody loves tiebreakers. How about lunch for two at tiebreakers, and we're not going to do a call-in. We're going to do an old-school raffle. All you have to do is uh, make sure you're following us on Facebook, uh, share the stream of today's video that uh, that is available that some of you are watching now and just put a number between 1 and 100 into the chat feed. So what number are you feeling between 1 and 100? Give us your number. We will tally it. And at 5 o'clock when Bryce Williams is here, we will pick a random number and uh, closest to the pin will win lunch for two at tiebreakers so go ahead and jump in now uh share the feed for today's show put in a number steve hill is already in with number seven surely uh i would ask if you could please help me make sure i get all these numbers today so steve is in with number seven uh jump in with your number at any time between now and five for your chance to win lunch for two at tiebreakers we'll do our drawing when bryce williams is here in hour number three of the show. Bryce will be here at 5 o'clock. Also coming up on today's show, former ECU great, now a member of the Baltimore Orioles organization, Connor Norby. we got some Orioles news that is not great for Orioles hitters. It's not a big deal, but it's uh, something we'll talk about in a moment. Before you go any further, can I please note that the owners of Pirate Radio are not eligible for this prize? No, uh, not eligible to win because Troy Dreyfus is going with the number 50. All right. Well, Troy is not eligible to win today's (laughs) prize, but thanks for participating, I guess. Uh, So share the feed, jump in with your number, any number between 1 and 100, and uh, we'll do our raffle drawing coming up at 5 o'clock. Connor Norby going to join us at 4 o'clock. He'll be speaking at the ECU Baseball Banquet coming up next month so we'll uh, talk about that his career and uh he got a chance to begin his pro career uh the second half of 2021 we'll talk about how that's uh that went for him and (laughs) 
boy this stinks it was because of covid the last couple years now it's because of a lockout but these minor league players and now even the major league players are in limbo wondering okay what's next as there is a work stoppage in uh baseball so we'll talk to connor norby about all that coming up on today's program that's at four o'clock at around 4 25 we'll talk to the prop queen ariel epstein uh formerly of wcti 12 she continues to move up in the world and uh, is now with yahoo sports and uh, we'll look at the nfl playoff games coming up this weekend also some games coming up tonight from a gambling perspective with the prop queen ariel epstein at uh 325 in about 20 minutes or so we'll visit with the voice jeff charles and get you set for ecu and cincinnati so that's what's coming up on the show shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt again going with the pastels today is that a salmon 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 on the menu salmon salmon he does not eat seafood nah bro but i'll he, wear it but he wears it some say you are what you eat you wear what you I'll don't wear eat. what i don't eat brother all right so that's uh what chandler how hey, you do you like to eat salmon nah but i do love to wear it <laughs> and uh looks pretty good on you hey man i appreciate it looks pretty good on you all right so uh susan deans is in with the number 60 um once again then we'll start our rundown with this the great pirate radio raffle coming up today at five o'clock you will enter your number into the facebook live feed make sure you share this feed and uh we will draw a number closest to the pin wins lunch for two at tiebreakers steve hill has the number seven susan has the number 60 craig is taking troy d's 50 and uh that leaves 97 other numbers for you to pick but so like if craig wins he'll win a lunch with troy d at tiebreakers ah yeah so greg good luck uh to you should we throw in like win a date with troy d as part of this prize sure why not okay that that's uh that's, i mean let's bless the people we should run this by troy first you uh he has the option if you win we'll give you your prize and troy's cell number and you can call him and ask him <laughs> if he'd like to join you for uh a free meal at tiebreakers susan deans needs to go with number five for the uh wins that Mike Roll has had in the first two seasons. <laughs> uh a Panther fan making that joke to another Panther fan. I don't think that's gonna make Susan happy. Uh hearing about Matt Rule at a time like this, who still has a job, correct? Yeah. Matt good, for, Rule, good for him. Still employed by the Carolina Panthers. All right. Uh Chanlar. Yesterday we talked to Jeff Nadu, the big man on campus, ECU Cincinnati. He gave his line projection what did he say nine and a half i think he was close he was close uh but the line i'm seeing currently is cincinnati an 11 point favorite against east carolina it was 10 and a half to kick off right i never did saw I it that? that i don't know what you saw i can't speak to what you've seen with did, those did eyes I see that i mean you've seen some things i have these eyes have seen some things i did not see 10 and a half i, I see I 11 and i gotta tell you a little rich for my blood a little too high I talked about it with Igo yesterday that ecu if you want to look at it from a long-term miserable ecu basketball fan perspective they're kind of due to get blown out on the road i was going to say did we talk about that yesterday about how the pirates have been in literally almost every single game this year what's the biggest margin of defeat it was the uh it's gotta be was it liberty or davidson 
No, they hung with Oklahoma. They covered that one, right? Yeah, I can't remember. It's either Liberty or Davidson. So they lost to Oklahoma by five. Davidson, they ended up losing by nine, which was close. And then Liberty, they ended up losing by 10. They have not lost by 11 this year. Will it be tonight on the road against Cincinnati? Back-to-back road games coming off of a tough loss on Saturday against Temple. Yeah, it is kind of a recipe for a big defeat, isn't it? But I, yeah. I look, I'm I'm with the Pirates tonight. I think they keep it close. Another line you were looking at, Chandler, is first half. First half. I mean, it, ECU's the best first half team in the country, hands down. That's what I'm saying. We cashed in a couple of weeks ago with uh, first half against Tulane. We'll even say that was last week. That was last week. That was a week from tonight. It was. God, that seems like it was like a couple of weeks ago, the Tristan Newton show. But yeah, I mean, the the, the Pirates came out hot last week, and they looked pretty good in the first half against Temple. Um, plus six tonight, first half against Cincinnati on the road. I like that too. But I, I like the Pirates plus the points tonight. Cincinnati, uh, I don't know. Kind of, they're, they're tough to figure out. Maybe they're hitting their stride here because they got beat by Tulane at home. Uh, but since then, they have played pretty well. They beat SMU and beat them bad. So that's a, a solid win. And then they played Memphis tight on the road. So they're 1-2 and two in conference play. Uh, they have knocked off Illinois. They beat them by 20. Hung with Arkansas, uh, who was struggling of late. But at the time, Arkansas was number 12 in the country. They lost that game by six points. They've lost to Monmouth at home. Like They are tough to figure out, up and down. I don't know. Uh, but I do like uh, I do like the Pirates plus the points tonight. How yeah. you feeling? Yeah, I like it too. I just I'm scared about the you know are the Pirates due for a blowout, and I don't like that this is a back to back road game for the Pirates. But you got to I'm trying to sit here and think about, and you'll have to do it. You have to like look at it on paper what the Pirates how the Pirates have done against the spread this year. I know they they covered against Oklahoma. They covered against Tulane last week. Um, So, I don't know. I think you want to ride ride with the Pirates. Why not? I mean... I mean, really, if you want to go with trends, you would take ECU first first half. half. Yeah. Because even in those games they lost to Davidson and to Liberty, they were up at halftime as underdogs in those games. That's the play. Man, they're tickling with my fancy <laughs> so the pirates 10 and 4 uh going into tonight's game once again back at home coming up saturday at four o'clock against the memphis tigers so there you go uh some news tonight for there's another good game going on i think it'll be a good game wake forest uh, has played pretty well this year they take on duke at lawrence joel tonight and without coach k by the way news coming out just a few moments ago mike krzyzewski will not be on the bench tonight for the blue devils i'm assuming covid protocols you're assuming wrong it is a non-covid illness classic example related illness of why you don't assume especially in the breaking news business See, this is breaking news to a breaking news boy, and this is not good for my business and my industry. You just had a couple of strikes against you there. Oh, 
you didn't have the news and then when you heard the news you had wrong news associated I, with the I news. i assumed the wrong news <laughs> and i made an ass out of you and me <laughs> i don't know how i became an ass in this situation yeah i don't know how the other person <laughs> is involved in assuming things there's only one uh, involved and uh that would be the old salmon ass over there <laughs> <laughs> salmon ass salmon ass such a salmon ass duke at wake tonight at seven o'clock you also, like the blue devils mm, yeah are they playing at duke or at wake at wake coming off a loss to my miami hurricanes uh who last mm. night lost by one i want to say to florida state i had the seminoles minus the points since jeff nadu liked it and i think the seminoles only ended up winning by one uh villanova xavier tonight top 25 action so two games going on tonight in cincinnati xavier will host villanova lsu is at florida and minnesota michigan state those are the games involving top 25 uh, teams tonight in the americana it'll be temple at tulsa tulsa i don't know i guess it's not a surprise but they are zero and two in conference play to start best game tonight in the aac memphis at ucf memphis is a one and a half point road under uh favorite to ucf kind of like the knights in that one tonight seven o'clock on espn plus east carolina cincinnati will be on espn plus at seven o'clock Tulane wichita state i'm looking forward to that other than ecu cincinnati wow because the fighting Corey glores on the road wichita state zero and two in conference play huh nine and a half point favorites tonight i saw a video on twitter where uh cory glore was sitting in the worst seat in that arena and literally you cannot see anything from that seat it was kind of funny so it was just a black picture he said you can literally see half the court i'm All taking right. two lane that is uh really funny that's a great story chandler is it cool and is it neat uh yes all of the above south florida at smu tonight smu big favorites over the zero and two bulls so there you go that is the slate good slate of games tonight in the american athletic conference once again jump in now to the great pirate radio raffle all you got to do is uh jump on facebook get into our video feed pick a number between one and 100 write that number in and you will be eligible to win a prize in hour three of today's show. Make sure you follow and share the feed as well. Follow. Make sure you're following Pirate Radio. Share the video feed and put a number between 1 and 100. We will have our drawing coming up. Our drawing coming up uh, when Bryce Williams joins us in hour three of today's show. So far, Steve has 70. Susan has 60. Craig has 50. So a lot of you numbers Steve available. Steve has what? Seven. Oh, I thought you said 70. I probably did. Steve has seven. Susan has 60, and Craig has 50. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. When we return, we'll visit with the voice, Jeff Charles. He'll get us ready for tonight's basketball game, East Carolina and Cincinnati. We will have that for you when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this.
are listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Rock on Wednesday nights. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Alrighty, uh, we got some ECU football news breaking. Uh, Drew Dudzik, no longer the outside receivers coach with East Carolina. Uh, but they have brought in a new one, apparently. Pete Dammel reported this. Stephen Igo just confirming the news that Raquan Boyette has, uh, will be the school's new outside receivers coach, former co-offensive coordinator and receivers coach at Duke. Stephen Igo says that Boyette is a highly regarded recruiter, especially in the state of North Carolina, and uh, should elevate ECU's recruiting and uh, wide receiver has a lot of young talent that can be developed, according to Igo and Raquan Boyette, a new member on the East Carolina football coaching staff. So there's that news coming out just moments ago. I uh, got our Pirate Radio raffle. Everybody loves a good raffle, right? Jump into Facebook Live, uh, our show feed today. Share that feed. Make sure you're liking Pirate Radio and just enter a number between 1 and 100, and you can be a winner. We'll have uh our drawing in hour number three when bryce williams joins us at five o'clock just enter a number one through 100 right now steve hill has seven susan deans has 60 craig has 50 josh tripp has 75 so four numbers have been taking taken so far one through 100 just uh give us a number and we'll have our drawing at five o'clock sounds good okay you like you wanted to say something but i guess you didn't nah nah son um, hey speaking of coaching changes and coaching moves <laughs> okay so like you did want to say something yeah but i forgot what i wanted to say but <laughs> then i just remember what i wanted to say and then i had it set up for you and you're like no nah, i didn't want to say anything so then i move on and then you're hey, like "Hey, i got some coaching news <laughs> all right well go ahead former ecu coach assistant coach fontel mines is making his way to blacksburg he will be the new to where blacksburg blacksburg okay so he'll be the new uh, rec- offensive recruiting coordinator and wide receivers coach for the Hokies. All right, Fontel Mines. There you go. He was at ECU, and then JMU. Uh, I thought he went to Old Dominion. ODU. You're right. And then I don't know. I, that's where I thought he went, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm. You know what? I'm going to go Old Dominion. He went to Old Dominion after East Carolina. All right. Well, it would really be tough if the breaking news boys got two in a row wrong, but you are correct, Old, Old Dominion. Well done, sir. Sweet. I uh, just saw this. Uh, some some food news. Food news? The FDA has announced it is deregulating French dressing after the Association for Dressings and Sauces petitioned for the change to the standard of identity. Wait, what wait, does wait, that wait, mean? wait. There there's an association for dressings, dressings and sauces. And sauces. A summary, the food, the FDA is revoking the standard of identity for French dressing. This action in part responds to a citizen petition petition 
submitted by the Association for Dressings and Sauces. We conclude that this standard no longer promotes honesty and fair dealing in the interest of consumers. Um, uh, you know, they call the NBA the association. That is the real association. In other words, what? Like what? Revocation of the standard of identity for French dressing will provide greater flexibility in the product's manufacturer consistent with comparable non-standardized foods available in the marketplace. I'm a French dressing guy. Well, like that's French where dressing? I wanted to get to from okay, all this. Okay, in English, please. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Like, I, I guess it's saying a bunch like, of words on a piece of paper is what that is. Is it saying that this taste of this dressing doesn't represent the country of France? So it's misleading. I, is that it's what misinformation? It's saying? it's it's fake advertising. Oh, this tastes no like French dressing. Sacre bleu. Uh, my question was going to be what what is your go to salad dressing? Oh, French. Mine is easy. Really? Mine is easy. Yeah, put some ranch on it. Put some ranch on it. Put some ranch on it. That's what I you know put. That, you know what I do sometimes? What sometimes do do? I I grow a wild hair, <laughs> and I and I mix ranch and French dressing, and it is uh, pretty darn good. French. It's French. French, French or ranch? Put some French put on, some it. Ranch on it. Put some French on it. All right. Uh, what about thou- occasionally? I- occasionally, I will put a Italian dressing. What about Thousand Island? I like, oh, no, no. I like mm-hmm. Thousand Island. Kind yeah. of a trip down memory lane for me. I had it as a kid some, and I get that every now and then. My go-to is Catalina. Catalina. I was going to bring up Catalina. That is the best okay, hold dressing. On. It's like it's, a damn it, dessert salad. What is the difference? So okay, so I thought Catalina was the same as French dressing. That's, I thought so, too. Is it like Is sweet? it the same thing? Have you ever had Not French the same dressing? Thing. Catalina's way better it's like sweeter it's like it's darker for it's one like a thing. dessert salad? it's just sweet it, it's very sweet french dressing is too i like the zesty catalina it adds a kick to it mm. that's my favorite that uh you can find in my refrigerator right now but i go either catalina um it's a little darker than french dressing catalina is made with a blend of ketchup vinegar sugar and oil all my favorite things and a tad bit of sauce oh i like that too okay hold on i'm gonna pull up french french dressing is made from real frenchmen (laughs) (laughs) what is french salad it is defined as a blend of vegetable oil vinegar or lemon juice and any of the following optional ingredients salt paprika onion powder and sugar tomato paste tomato puree and ketchup well that pretty much rules that out it sounds similar but catalina is the superior um what's the difference between french dressing and catalina dressing i just pulled it up okay what's it say Catalina dressing is considered a type of French salad dressing. The main difference between the two is that Catalina tends to be thinner and ha- is a brighter shade of red than the French dressing. Catalina's dressing shade of red is due to its high ketchup content. Hmm. So it's basically the same thing. But it's not. But it's not. They don't taste the same. It's a type of French salad dressing. Are they going to change the name of Catalina? I've got to try out I don't Catalina. think so. You've never tried Catalina? I don't think so. Wow. I don't think Mm-mm. so. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to change my world? Yeah. 
my lifestyle yeah why don't you get a little side salad tonight at aj's go to food line get you some catalina put that on there you know what and it'll make your whole night the pirates will probably win the hornets will win (laughs) all because of that wow yep thanks catalina (laughs) now i do know that this guy is a salad dressing connoisseur because i've seen him eat this a lot troy says shockingly i'm with shirley catalina and french dressing are basically the same thing well if troy says well fine shirley if you want to be on troy d's side of history here go right for it i'm here it was going to be on the same side i'm just saying i thought catalina and french dressing is pretty much the same thing and that's basically what google says okay as somebody with taste buds i can tell you (laughs) that they are two different products and things now while they may be similar i mean thousand island and catalina are similar because they're both salad dressings ranch and catalina are similar they're both salad dressings they have different tastes okay that's fair all right fair i I will give you that where do you stand uh in the great salad dressing war of 2022 the great debate the great debate chime in on that and drop your number in the facebook live feed and uh you can be a part of our pirate radio raffle we will have a drawing coming up at five o'clock all right uh one through a hundred that's all you got to do drop a number and we'll uh, have our drawing at five for uh, lunch for two at tiebreakers where you can get a great salad Steve Hill says Catalina is similar to Russian. How about we, we just stop with what's similar and the same and different and just say Catalina's awesome? It doesn't matter what it's similar to. It's a good salad dressing. It's good. It's good. That's all you need to know. But I've always kind of compared it to French. Well, shut up! And Catalina is not the same as Russian because Catalina... There are none of them are the same. Contains- They're different contains oil russian contains mayonnaise oh my god (laughs) jeff charles joins us on the pirate radio live line to talk east carolina and cincinnati hey jaquan mcmillan is on uh television on cbs sports hq it says jaquan mcmillan declares for the nfl draft ian rapaport also tweeted that yeah. out today i will uh we'll get to that later on in uh our conversation with jeff we'll talk some hoops first voice how you doing today clip i'm doing great pirates just got back from shoot around getting ready for the game with cincinnati at seven o'clock tonight you know this is another place east carolina has never won never won in the queen city maybe tonight will be the night here's an interesting stat Wes Miller, the head coach at Cincinnati, the former head coach at UNC Greensboro. While he was at Greensboro, the Pirates uh, defeated his Greensboro teams four times. He is Hmm. 0-4 against the Pirates. So let's hope that that string continues. All right. I like that stat. That one's in ECU's favor. How about uh, going into tonight's game, Jeff? uh, You almost have to ask this question, uh, the way things are going right now in the world and with college basketball as far as you know are the pirates fully stocked uh, for tonight's game yeah there are no uh, illnesses that i'm aware of clip and i was just over at shoot around and uh, all the guys uh, were out there with the exception of one player who is not covid related but is a little bit banged up but other than that uh they're in pretty good shape i think for the game and uh i've been really impressed with the guys on the trip clip they've been very businesslike uh, there's not been a whole lot of talking at all going on on the bus or on the plane, and they seem very focused tonight. And I think they're going to come out and have a really good effort 
You know, it's hard to tell. I've been around this, as you well know, for a long time. And when I ask coaches this question, I always get different answers. Can you tell if your team is ready to play? And, and sometimes they feel like they can. Sometimes they feel like they can't. And, uh, again, we'll find out tonight at 7 o'clock. But to me, the guys seem very focused on this trip. So let's see what happens. Jeff, I uh, hate the result on Saturday. But, man, for, what, 30, 32 minutes of that 40-minute game, East Carolina looked like the better team on the court. They had their uh, typical drought in the second half, but for a lot of that game against Temple, they really looked like the better team. I guess the best player on the court that day was Damian Dunn. He would not let his team lose, hit the dagger three at the buzzer to give Temple a 78-75 win. And, and how about these two games, Jeff, in the AAC so far? Been a lot like the the non-conference games for East Carolina. A lot of uh right there at the end who's gonna hit the big shot who's gonna come out with the win uh both of these games have had some clutch performances tristan newton against tulane and then temple damian dunn uh in the game in philadelphia on saturday but the pirates on the right side of a a late clutch shot and on the wrong side after two games yeah these games are going to be close cliff i think especially the home games uh in conference you try and do the best you can to be competitive on the road in this conference, which is very, very difficult. But, you know, the talent level is better at East Carolina. I've been saying that from day one. The problem is that, you know, you're playing against these really, really good teams. And when you look at the schedule in January, the AAC schedule maker did not do the Pirates really any favors, Clint, because East Carolina's got Cincinnati twice, Memphis twice, Houston nationally ranked, of course, and then UCF next week, a team the Pirates haven't beaten in forever. So this is a very, very difficult January for ECU playing some of the top teams in the conference. So, you know, it's going to be some close games. Uh, you got to find a way to execute going back to the game in Philadelphia on Saturday. There was about a four-minute stretch from about the 14-minute mark to about the 10-minute mark that the Pirates played very poorly. They turned the ball over a bunch. Uh, they gave up too many easy shots and you know all those things will add up and you know you take away those four minutes or so and the pirates win that game but of course you can't do that and by the way you mentioned damian dunn the young man from kinston he's better equipped than i thought he was i mean i thought he was a pretty good player but i was really impressed with him last saturday he was the best player on the floor there is no doubt and everybody in the building knew that he was going to get the last shot and the pirates had it defended well and tremont robinson white did the best he could and yeah really shaded their defense toward him. And, you know, it was like an off-balance three from the right wing. He's falling down, and, you know, it goes in. But he's a really good player, and the Pirates really didn't have anybody that could stay between him and the basket. He can get to the hoop whenever he wants. And then, as we just saw, he can shoot threes as well. So, Damian Dunn's one of the better players in the league and an Eastern North Carolina kid. And there was a connection there with Jerry Stackhouse from Kinston and Aaron McKee, who, of course, is the head coach at Temple. And, you know, this kid uh, from Eastern North Carolina goes to Temple, and he's going to be one of the best players in the league this year. Jeff Charles joining us. Jeff, uh, night in, night out, we'll see different looks from this East Carolina team. They have the ability to go small. They were forced to do so against Tulane and worked out pretty well. And then they got some bigs back 
uh, for the Temple game, and we saw Alonzo Frank uh, have a good performance out there with 15 points uh, off the bench, four rebounds for the Pirates, leading the way in points for East Carolina. So how about tonight? What does what this Cincinnati Bearcats team offer? What do you know about them and, and what Joe Dooley will do to, uh, to give them uh, the best look, ECU the best look to win tonight? Well, Cincinnati is better than the one I thought they were. I watched the entire game with Memphis over the weekend, and, you know, they were right there at Memphis, had a chance to win the game. And statistically, Cliff, they're very good. Uh, they're really good defensively. They're only giving up 62 points a game, and opponents are only shooting 37.6% against them. Now, earlier on in the year, they were having a little trouble shooting the basketball, and they were having trouble shooting the three. But here, the last two games, I mean, they burned it up at Memphis. They had 16 threes at Memphis. They had 11 threes in their previous game. So they're shooting it really, really well from the perimeter. And a local kid from right here in Cincinnati, Jeremiah Davenport, was on fire at Memphis. He had seven threes himself down there on Sunday. So they've got some weapons. Uh, the other thing that they do have, Clip, is they have a couple of big guys who block shots. And Abdul Adu, who is a young man from Nigeria, transfer from Mississippi State, doesn't give them a whole lot offensively. But I'll tell you what, he is a shot-blocking machine. He had 249 block shots at, at Mississippi State. He has 24 so far this year for Cincinnati. So you've got to be really careful around the rim with him. And then when he comes out, they have a 7-foot, 1-inch player, a guy by the name of Hayden Koval. He is in his third stop. He was at Central Arkansas at UNC Greensboro for West Miller, and he followed West Miller here to Cincinnati. Now he's with the Bearcats, and he's another guy who can really block shots. So... They've got two guys inside who don't score a lot, but they're good shot blockers. Uh, their transition uh, offense is very good. you got to get back because Sanders is a, a really good point guard. DeJulius is a very good guard, too. Uh, he plays kind of on the wing. Micah Adams-Woods is another very good perimeter player for them. So they've got weapons, and again, uh, they're, playing, they're playing pretty well. Now, I don't know what happened to them against Tulane. Uh, they really did not play well at all, but they have bounced back from that game, and they've been playing pretty well. So the Pirates will have to bring their A game tonight. Cliff, they've never won in Cincinnati. It's a tough place to play. It's a tough place to win. They'll have a great crowd, and uh, you've got to battle all those elements when you go in there, and especially all the tradition. You know, Cincinnati has been to 33 NCAA tournaments, and when you walk in the building, there's the statue of Oscar Robertson right outside the door, and They've had great players and national championships. They've had two national championships here, and that's what East Carolina's up against in this league. We talk about it all the time when they go on the road and they play these schools that are tradition-rich in basketball, and the Pirates have only beaten Cincinnati two times in 17 games that they've played. And Jeff hadn't always been the case. Cincinnati, a uh, spirited, upbeat, uh, positive, happy uh, sports crowd, sports town, but it certainly is uh, tonight, and it certainly will be this weekend with the uh, Bengals having a home playoff game. How about Cincinnati and uh, the Bengals hosting a game against Zay Jones and the Raiders coming up this weekend in the NFL playoffs? Uh, usually when you're around Cincinnati calling a basketball game this time of year, there's not a lot of people talking about playoffs, Jeff, but uh, they are this year, right? Well, yeah, no doubt about that. And what's really interesting, the airport is actually in Kentucky, so you go over the bridge and then you go over this hill, and then it's like the entire city of Cincinnati just kind of opens up in front of you, and you see the skyline, and then you see both the basketball arena, uh, the baseball stadium, and the football stadium. They're all right together, 
right down there on the river. So when we're on the bus and we're getting into the stadium, there's a big sign at Paul Brown Stadium, and it is lighting up and flashing Raiders and Bengals coming up on Saturday. I think it's 4.30 kickoff time, and that's the first thing that we saw when we came into the city. So, yes, it's been a very, very long dry spell for Cincinnati Bengals football. I totally forgot about Icky Woods and those teams that uh, were good back in the late 80s, early 90s. And this is a great sports city. It's a great football town. And when the Bengals are, are winning games, uh, it's a very exciting place to be. Now, of course, they haven't been winning many games in recent years, so there is a lot of excitement. I see a lot of people walking around town, and we are located downtown here in our hotel wearing Bengals stuff. And So, yeah, they're fired up. They're excited about it. You know, Cincinnati fans have had a lot to be excited about, Clip, with the UC football, and now, of course, the Bengals, and the Reds are expected to be pretty good this year, and the Reds are are coming back from where they were in the doldrums there for a number of years. So things are pretty good sports-wise right now in Cincinnati, including the soccer team, which has really caught on here. Uh, well, I hear a lot of people talking about the soccer team when I come up here. In fact, their offices right around the corner from where we are staying. And uh, that's become a big deal up here, uh, Major League Soccer in the city of Cincinnati. Jeff, how about uh, and even before you you mentioned soccer, there it, it came to my mind. Uh, you know, is there ever any talk? I never hear much about Cincinnati and and pro basketball, the NBA. When I hear about the NBA expanding, it's maybe back to Seattle or I don't know. I, I never really hear Cincinnati. Is there any? I don't push for that. Any interest in that? Do you ever hear anything about that? You know, I really don't, Cliff. And one of the reasons is I don't think they really have an arena now in the city that would be suitable for an NBA team. They have the old Riverfront Coliseum downtown, but that building is old now. That's where UC used to play, and we broadcast a lot of games in there down through the years. But, you know, time has moved on, and the arenas are much nicer now than when that one was was built. So I think it could be a facility issue. There is a minor league hockey team here in Cincinnati that plays at that building, but there is no pro basketball, and I always like to talk with the guys about, you know, the history here of Cincinnati sports and where I grew up, basically, because I feel like I'm kind of back home when we come to Cincinnati. I grew up about 80 miles from here. But my first uh, NBA basketball game clip, and I was telling the guys last night, was a Cincinnati Royals versus Baltimore Bullets game at the old Cincinnati Gardens, which is still standing. They still use it for some events. But back during the day, that was the home of Cincinnati Royals basketball. And that was when Oscar Robertson was playing for the Royals and a lot of other guys probably our, our fans and listeners have never heard of, but Oscar was on that team, and I remember they played the Baltimore Bullets. I think I was in high school and came down for the game, and the Baltimore Bullets had Wes Unseld and also Earl the Pearl Monroe, and also on that team, I was telling Joe this last night, on that Baltimore team was Ed Manning, who is Danny Manning's father, hmm. that was on that Baltimore team uh, as well, and Joe... Uh, Joe got a kick out of that because he's close to the Mannings and was very close, uh, and is still today, very close to Danny Manning. So back in the day, and I looked it up the other day, the Royals were in town here for 15 years, and then they moved to Kansas City, became the Kansas City Kings, the Kansas City Omaha Kings, and now, of course, today, they're the Sacramento Kings. But I believe the, the old Cincinnati Royals left here about uh, 1971, 1972, somewhere in there. And so there's no... No NBA basketball here for uh, all of those years. You mentioned uh, Danny Manning. It made me uh, think of a matchup coming up tonight. Of course, Danny Manning was at 
wake forest and uh just uh, did not have success there for whatever reason and they were near uh the bottom of the acc well steve forbes has come in jeff and uh you, you thought it would take some time and, and maybe he could get them back to uh first of all in the middle of the standings in the acc or or maybe one day back at the top but man uh, they are 13 and 3 they are playing well and they have a big one tonight at home against eighth ranked duke uh, it'll be duke and wake forest but we know the rise wake forest football has been on and uh steve forbes trying to do that in basketball and uh wake forest they're, they're just kind of there jeff they don't you know nobody really is uh is scared of them or anything but maybe they're laying in the weeds this year uh with steve forbes he's got them playing some pretty good basketball that game's coming up tonight at uh seven o'clock on the acc network have you been able to to see any wake forest or uh, acc action this year so far you know, I watched a little bit of Wake Forest the other day, and they're pretty good, and things are good for Wake Forest fans now, Cliff, because the football team is playing very well. Their football program is, is really good with Dave Clawson, and now uh, Steve Forbes looks like he's turning around the basketball fortunes. They have put a lot of money into facilities at Wake Forest, and uh, one of the guys who's put a lot of money in there is Ben Sutton, who started ISP. Of course, East Carolina was an ISP property at one time, and Ben Sutton... He is a Wake Forest graduate, started ISP in Winston-Salem and became very successful, and he's bankrolled a lot of facilities for them. So their facilities are really good, and their baseball has been good, as you well know, too. So things are good these days at Wake Forest. Hey, before I go, Cliff, here's another interesting note from the road. We are staying downtown at a hotel called the Renaissance, and guess who else is here? Villanova. Mm. in our hotel. We keep running into the Villanova players. and Oh, they got Xavier tonight. Lonnie. Yeah. Yeah, they've got Xavier tonight. So there are two college basketball games in Cincinnati uh, with ECU and UC, and then Villanova is in town to take on Xavier. And I talked to Jay Wright in the fitness room this morning. He was getting a little workout in. There you go. And so we keep running into those guys. And, uh, you know, that's a class That's a class group and a class bunch of guys. That Villanova program is uh, is really first rate. Jeff, before we let you go, uh, your your quick thoughts on Tyler Sneed and, and Jaquan McMillan. They have both uh, declared themselves eligible for the NFL draft. That is two giant holes the Pirates and Mike Houston are going to have to make up for in 2022. But uh, what did you think when you, you saw that news late last week? Sorry for the Pirates. Happy for the guys. This is the world we live in today, and I certainly don't begrudge anyone if that's what they want to do. Uh, again, as you mentioned, Cliff, two big holes. Uh, Jaquan's one of the better corners in the American Athletic Conference, certainly the best corner that East Carolina has. And Tyler, we all know how good he is and what he has done. So, yes, it's, it's two big holes to fill. But you look at East Carolina's situation and situations for schools all over the country. I mean, these guys by the boatloads are, are transferring, and that's just the way of the world these days. I was I was surprised, I think, probably more with Tyler I thought he would come back and play next year. I didn't really know how highly Jaquan was thought of by the NFL people. I saw one projection which had him listed to go in the fifth round. I guess he feels like he's going to be drafted, and certainly we wish we wish both guys the best. But it does uh, it does create a couple of holes uh, for Coach Houston, and then there have been a number of other guys, certainly not the star quality guys of those two that that have transferred uh, in the transfer portal for ECU as well. So, you know, it's tough for these coaches in both football and basketball these days. Cliff, we've had this conversation before that, you know, you think, you think you've got your roster put together and you think you're ready for the next year, maybe even the year after that. And then 
guess what? Things can get uh, turned upside down. So they'll work hard, and they'll do a good job uh, bringing in some other players. The flip side is other guys are in the transfer portal, and you could pick up you could pick up guys that want to leave uh, their school. So it's just a free agent market. That's what we're seeing in college athletics today. It's changed drastically. Jeff Charles joining us. Have a great call tonight, Jeff. Final question. This is, a, I guess, a stereotypical question outsiders ask uh, Ohio and, and Cincinnati folks. So while you're there, Jeff, are you a Skyline Chili guy? Do you do you get involved with that? <laughs> that is a great question. You know, the other chili in town is Gold Star. Okay. And so... What's the difference, Jeff? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's like, is it, you know, Parker's or Bees? <laughs> okay, all right. Thing. But... Uh, yeah, and, and, and you know it's divided. I mean, there are people who are gold star <laughs> people that won't eat a skyline, and skyline people won't eat okay. star. But you know, I think the the misnomer with the whole thing is that you know when we think of chili, we think of you know like chili soup. Well, when you say chili here, what it really is is more spaghetti. Yeah, with the the, the topping on the top of the spaghetti. So it's really not chili like we think of going to Wendy's and getting chili, for instance. That's really not what it is. But uh, yeah, people here, you know, they they're they're adamant about what what uh, different one they like. And then the other thing here too, Cliff, that's really big in Cincinnati is Grater's ice cream. Okay, and uh, it's it's one of the best. It really is. Believe me, I can attest to this. It's one of the best ice creams uh, anywhere. And uh, in fact, there's one. Right around the corner. I think I'm going to slip down there before the game. Plays. All right. You and Coach Perry enjoy some some Grater's ice cream and uh, bring back a W home. Uh, Jeff, enjoyed it. Uh, have a great call. We'll talk to you next week on the show. Okay. Thanks a lot, Cliff. All right. There he is, Jeff Charles. About to enjoy some ice cream. But uh, looks like no Skyline Chili for the voice tonight. As East Carolina takes on Cincinnati. We will take a timeout, come back, wrap up hour number one. We got our Pirate Radio raffle going on today. All you have to do is chime in on our Facebook Live video feed where the show is on right now. Share that and put in a number. Type in a number between 1 and 100. And we'll have a drawing coming up at 5 o'clock right now. Steve is in with 7. Susan has 60. Craig has 50. Josh has 75. And Scott has 12. So we got a few people in jump in now put in your number and it might be a winner you can win lunch for two at tiebreakers simple as that we'll take a time out come back have more for you hour one of pirate radio live back with you after this to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Did you miss the show on Pirate Radio? Well, listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Barack. Alrighty, back with you. That's for a second that sounded like um, remember like early mid nineties prodigy. Yes. I'm your fire starter. Yeah. Fire starter. And smack. Smack my bleep up. Yep. Smack that beep up. Yeah, that was one beep as up, well. Beep up, beep, beep, beep. 
All right, Pirate Radio raffle going on today. We all love a good raffle. You can get in, and it's very simple to do so. Find us on Facebook. Find the video feed from today's program that we are on right now. Uh, Share that feed, and also type in a number between 1 and 100. We will have our drawing coming up at 5 o'clock when Bryce Williams is going. And right now, I have Steve with the number 7. Susan uh, typed in the number 60. Craig has 50. Josh has 75. Scott has 12. Greg has 22. Chad has 82. Josh Thomas with 23. And Johnny Gardner just put in a 72. Is that what you got, Shirley? All right. That's what I got. So that's the count right now through hour number one. We'll uh, do this for another hour. So jump in to our Facebook live feed and type in a number between 1 and 100. Share the feed. And we'll have our number drawing. We'll go closest to the pin coming up at five o'clock when bryce williams is here inside the pirate radio studios uh there are zero undefeated teams in college basketball last night number one baylor goes down to texas tech and a usc was also undefeated they lost to stanford last night so and stanford was unranked we sit at zero undefeated teams january the 12th <laughs> you all right what you eating there is an undefeated team at home. What are you eating? Well, Sour both of y'all are eating. What are you eating? Sour Patch Kids. He's Shirley's eating Sour Patch Kids. I don't really like them. You don't like them? But what guess, kind did you get? But guess what? I'm going to eat every single oh, one. I got the tropical flavor. That's why. The watermelon yeah. is the best. What do you got, Shirley? I got... Cheese balls? No. Cheese, cheese and caramel mix popcorn. Oh, popcorn. And let me tell you something. You might I get a sample of that? Yeah. Hey, okay. So, listen. So, look. Th- look. You remember Fire Marshal Bill from yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> In Living Color? Yes. I mean, I, I was on that. Um, but anyway, I was playing Bunko on Monday night, and uh, part of your hostess duties is to provide snacks when we play. And they brought this caramel cheese popcorn mix, and it. I got hopelessly addicted to them, so I was on the hunt yesterday trying to find them, and I found them, and um, so yeah, this is my snack. Let me get this right. Don't y'all go to a restaurant to play Bunko? Yes. We eat at the restaurant, but we also have snacks, and usually it's like candy slash popcorn, crackers. I told you it was good. That's pretty good. Okay. You could try some during the break. What's the name of the brand? Critters? Critters, I guess. But it's handcrafted small batch popcorn. Handcrafted. Handcrafted. Craig says Chandler got salmon flavored flavored Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) You went with the no wonder they're no good. The fish flavored. Why would you get a candy you don't like? Out of all the candies in the world, I'm a big Sour Patch Kids fan. Okay. Did you do the cheese? And I've never had the the tropical. What now? Did you do the cheese and the caramel? Yeah. Oh. I thought you just did the cheese, because there's a lot of cheese here at the top. But we were talking about undefeated teams in college basketball. I wonder how many teams in college basketball are undefeated at home. I know one team. <laughs> Your East Carolina Pirates. Oh, good point. Duke isn't undefeated at home. They lost to the U. I wonder if is North Baylor's Carolina. not. They lost at home last night. Yeah. I mean, would you say we're better than those teams at home? Uh, Duh. <laughs> stats don't lie. The stats don't <clears throat> lie. Numbers don't lie. Pirates looking to go 10-0 at home Saturday. Pirates looking to go 1-1 one one in true road games tonight. 
when they take on the Cincinnati Bearcats. All right, let's take a time out. If you want to jump into our raffle, you can go to our Facebook live feed, type in a number between 1 and 100, and we will have our raffle drawing coming up at 5 o'clock when Bryce Williams joins us. When we return, we'll talk to a former Pirate baseballer, Connor Norby. He'll join us on the Pirate Radio Live Line when we return after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio. We're doing the Pirate Radio raffle today. All you got to do, jump in our Facebook Live feed, share it, and type in a number between 1 and 100. And we'll uh, have our drawing coming up at 5 o'clock when Bryce Williams joins us. Uh, Joe Leggett, the latest to get in with number 17. So... That's all you got to do. Jump in now. Uh, type in a number between 1 and 100. That'll be your number when we do our drawing coming up at 5 o'clock. So you got another uh, hour, 55 minutes or so to get in before we do our drawing. All right. Uh, we got the prop queen, Ariel Epstein, joining us uh, later on this hour as we will look at the NFL uh, lines. Also, some player props and talk about what's going on tonight in the world of sports. But right now, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio live line and talk to former ECU great, now a member of the Baltimore Orioles organization. Connor Norby joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Connor, great to talk with you again. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Connor, uh, some news today I saw uh, regarding the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, This is, I guess, not great news to the hitters. They're going to move the wall back a little bit in left field, uh, I guess to say it makes it more fair for both pitchers and hitters but there's a uh a bit of a um i guess short porch there in left field for orioles hitters but they're going to move the left field wall back as much as 30 feet to make camden yards a bit easier on the pitchers did did you see that news today connor i saw it last night and i texted my agent after and we had some jokes (laughs) Uh, 30 30 a long way in my opinion I saw uh, you got to take some swings there at Camden Yards. How cool was that to be at the big ballpark and uh, take some hacks there? I did, yeah. That was uh, it was crazy because we had just gotten down to Florida and passed all our physicals and signed and everything. And they called me and Colton were like, "Hey, can you guys like we want you guys to come back up?" And it was like we were just there. Like, couldn't we have done that kind of while we were there? But I mean, it was it was truly an unbelievable experience and. It was cool. I had my family there and taking batting practice. And my brother came up to me after and said, "I almost, uh, almost hit John Lester, who just retired today." So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't mean to like I wasn't aiming for him or anything, but that's what he had said. So. <laughs> 
yeah uh john lester hanging it up the uh the lefty uh today in the news uh connor i remember talking to you in studio and it might have been before the draft or either just after your draft i want to say it was before the draft but i remember you saying like you know there and you just want to go play ball and it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things but there are some organizations that you'd rather play for than others and organizations that have a plan that have a good farm system and things like that and i think uh the orioles fall into that mix right now they are on the rebuild it really looks like they have things going good down at their minor league system and uh are are working things out on the big league level but you know if you you had to pick an organization to go to it sounded like from those things you were describing the orioles would have been one of those spots so how happy are you uh to be kind of there on on the ground floor there with the baltimore orioles i mean going into it you just never really know i mean the first pick is kind of scripted basically and then after that it's kind of free for all and i had i did have a list of teams that i thought would be a good fit and I mean, I never, like, I didn't talk to Baltimore much going into it. I'd spoken to them a few times, and then it all happened. And looking back at it, I wish I would have uh, looked at them more because this is a very ideal position for me to be in. And we have a ton of young talent and a bunch of guys that will be in the big leagues here within the next year that I've already been around and gotten to work with. And it's on. it's definitely on the up-and-coming, and, coming and I'm excited to be a part of the future for Birdland. Connor Norby joining us. We are uh, your home, your radio home for O's baseball. We'll have it again in 2022. And uh, once again, a team on the rise right now is that uh, Baltimore Orioles organization. Connor, you were able to to get in some uh, some ball your second half of the 2021 calendar year. So c- catch us up on from the time you left East Carolina, got drafted. Uh, how much pro ball were you able to play and what spots were you in there? It was, it was kind of calm for the month leading up. I, I hung around Greenville for a while after the season was over and did did some workouts here and there, but really didn't do a lot. I had some draft workouts in San Diego, and then I was in Atlanta the morning before the draft. Um, draft started on Sunday night. I was there in Atlanta taking BP and stuff on Saturday morning, and then it was. Sunday was a long day. Um, I had I had a call then, and then Monday came around, and I had all my friends with me at that point. And I remember talking to my agent going into it, and he was he basically told me he's like, "Listen, I have no idea what's about to happen. Like anything happened, so I didn't I I wasn't expecting anything." Um, and then I got a call for Arizona, like within five, ten minutes maybe, and then right as I put the phone down, uh, I got another call back from my agent, and he said, you're going to Baltimore right now. Um, and I have, like, all my friends sitting around me, and I can't I can't say anything because, I mean, something could happen that where I don't get it um, drafted at that point. But um, So I'm just sitting there, and everyone's got their phones on me and recording and everything. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and then it happened, and um, it, was, it was an unbelievable feeling. It was... It was a dream come true. Um, and then I got a call from that scout later on who had seen me most of the year. And then we kind of talked a little bit and then, um, I got a text about or a phone call. Um, I believe on Wednesday saying I had to, or on Tuesday, I had to be there in Baltimore for my physical by, uh, by Thursday at 8am. 
and then did my physical that day. The next day I signed, flew out the following day to Florida. Um, Florida, I was, I was there in Florida for about a month and I was just working out and stuff and we got in some games down there and then they sent pretty much most of our draft class to the low A affiliate for the last five weeks of that season and we finished there. Yeah, Delmarva. I remember I, I kept checking box scores and standings because there was a slight chance that you could have played the Down East Wood Ducks in postseason baseball, uh, and and it didn't work out that way. But uh, I was really hoping we could get you here in Kinston, you know, just 25, 30 minutes down the road uh, to see you in some potential postseason baseball. That came close to happening, Connor. I don't know if you were paying attention to that at all. Yeah, we were. We knew we were close in the postseason run before we got there, and um when we went when we went there our group we went like 20 and 10 like we won our first like eight games and we're like this is easy and (laughs) kind of got handed it handed it to us a little bit in salem but i was i did get to play a week at carol at the mudcats so i wasn't too far so i I got to see uh coach coach brought some of the guys down to watch and he was there and i saw coach palombo and his family my parents were there, um, a bunch of friends. So that was, it was cool because that's about an hour from Greenville. So I was about the closest I'll get. Um, but we were, we were right there at the end. Connor, the astronomical numbers. Uh, your last season at East Carolina, four fifteen, uh, fifteen homers, fifty one RBI. Your your walk to, to strikeout ratio, thirty four Ks to thirty three walks which is uh you know pretty darn good for a, a power hitter like yourself so when you get to you know your instructionals your your minor league teams you know what are they focusing on with you are they you know do, do you have to put together i guess a bigger sample size for them to critique what you're doing or i don't know what's that day-to-day like as they try to make you a, a better ball player at the professional level it's I mean, when we first got down there, it wasn't really messing with too much because it was just like we don't we need to see you more to know what you have to work on, basically. And um, we worked on a few things, I guess, here and there, just small things uh, with some fielding and throwing stuff. And then they kind it was just kind of go play, and we'll figure it out from there. But the day to day is it's completely different than college, in my opinion. Um, I think they're about the same on your body because I mean, in college you have your practices, but the practices very much stimulate a game in my opinion the way at least we practice and honestly our practices at school were harder in my opinion and then you go and play the four games or whatever you had that week but in pro ball you're playing every day so it's different it is different in that aspect but um it's definitely different i enjoy i enjoy it though connor norby joining us connor uh your college coach cliff goblin is a big control what you can control guys surely we got the uh clip about the weather that we always play cliff godwin talking about the weather i don't care about the weather i can't control the weather don't want to talk about the weather control what you can control and and i thought about that connor with uh everything going on with the work stoppage right now this is uh out of your hands Uh, all the players from the pro level to the minor leagues are kind of in limbo right now so you've been prepared connor to control what you can control and we don't know when you'll be able to to get down to to spring training and join your team and stuff like that so i guess right now for you is it all about individual work keeping uh, your body right getting some swings in stuff like that that's that's basically what it comes down to i really haven't looked too much into the whole lockout deal just because i mean 
Coach Godwin says it best, control what you can control. But I know it's it's not going well from the last thing I heard, but it doesn't really matter to me. Um, and I'm just getting ready to play um, every single day, hitting as much as I can. I work out all week long with my trainer. And, um, I mean, I'm getting my body ready to play 162 games because, I mean, a minor league schedule is 120, but that's not the goal. The goal is to play 162-plus postseason so that's what i'm getting my body ready for yeah and uh man that's it's quite a change but at the same time you, you ball players now i mean you've got your college schedule but even before that coming up with all the i guess uh travel ball uh you guys are involved in i mean you guys are playing ball just about year round anyway so is that something you think your your body will be ready for when the time comes connor well i mean we played 60 i did the math a few times i played 60 games at ECU this year, and then we played about 10 in Florida, and then we played another 30 in Harvard, <laughs> yeah. so there was about 100 right there, and then, I mean, you can add in, like, scrimmages that we did at school and stuff like that, so, I mean, it equals out to be a, a pro schedule, but I think the only thing different is you do have more time off in the offseason in that aspect, um, as far as you're not always playing, where at school you pretty much... You play the season, you go to summer ball, and then you go back to school and you're starting scrimmages, and you can do that till middle of November or whenever it is, end of November. And um, But with pro ball, you kind of, once October hits, it's the whole off season pretty much until February. So you have that whole time to get ready. Connor Norby joining us. Connor, we've talked to you a couple times here. You've done a great job with the interviews, but during your time at ECU, we didn't really know you as a uh, – a loud talker uh you kind of did your your talking with your bat and your glove for the most part but how about uh speaking at the the ecu baseball banquet coming up sold out you know is that like are you more nervous to do that than you are get in the batter's box and face gavin williams at practice like how how about public speaking how comfortable uh are you doing that uh i think i would much rather face (laughs) gavin williams right now um no i mean it i've gotten good at it over the years i mean yeah kind of has to with the way that ECU set up. We have a very strong media coverage, so you get kind of used to it. But I haven't really thought too much about it. I I thought going in, I was just going to kind of wing it. But then I realized that's probably a very bad thing. <laughs> so, um, I, I started writing a little something, um, and we're going from there. But I'll, I'll have something kind of written up just because I know if I wing it, it, it might not go as as planned yeah but it is it's it's just funny because i think three years ago if you would have said my freshman year if you would have said that i'm speaking at the banquet um today or when it comes this year is i think coach godwin would have dropped dead right there in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> he would have said there's no way and and not to rehash the whole thing but you 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 got into that a little bit last time we had you on the show connor and for people that missed it uh you and Coach Godwin had uh, what, like a come to Jesus meeting, I guess, after your freshman year, and and boy, did did the light switch flip on for you after that. But uh, it, it wasn't always Connor Norby, the four fifteen hitter. Uh, there was some, you know, some struggles you had to get through, and man, you got through them, right? You have to go through struggles, and I think that's what it was. Is um, it's just a learning curve, and I mean, I still talk to Coach Godwin every week, every other week. So I mean, he's very much in my life still, and. I still keep up with the guys. I talk to Josh Moreland and Ryder all the time about it. And 
me and Franny talk all the time, and it's it's an exciting time. And um, yeah, I would say come to Jesus talk with. <laughs> hey Connor, you're still a young guy. You've got your whole pro career ahead of you. You've also got your your friends and family from home, but. You're you're now you're in this ECU baseball family, and you're one of the guys. Now you're going to be talking at the banquet. You're you're mentioning younger guys. Uh, Cliff does such a great job of of making this thing a program, not a team. I mean, he was a part of it, so he's got his old guys that come in and talk to you. And now you're kind of you're turning into one of those guys now. So you're going from the transition to a pirate player to to kind of pirate royalty. And and Cliff does a great job with it to make sure you guys are still in tune, no matter what you got going on in the real world. Still in tune with what's going on with the uh, the ECU baseball program. So I know even though you're moving on, uh, you're still going to be a part of this thing. Yeah, he he does. He keeps that in the back of everyone's mind. Like you got to you got to make sure you acknowledge the ones that kind of laid the foundation. And I mean, I only, in my opinion, I laid I think a good foundation for one year. But you got guys like. Bryant Packard and Spencer Rickhouse that laid those foundations, that laid that foundation before me, and they were doing it for three years. And then you got other guys, Jake Washer, Evan Volva, Jake Agnos, like those guys. So it is very cool to be a part of that group, and um, I'm excited to be a part of that group. But we'll see how the banquet goes. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yes, sir. Sold out. ECU baseball banquet coming up in February. And, Connor, we hope you you have a meteoric rise like uh, Alec Burleson uh, and other guys have had through the minor leagues and into pro baseball. But, uh, man, if we get an opportunity to see you once again in Zebulon or or in Kinston, uh, you're going to have a a ton of Pirate fans rooting you on uh, if you uh, are playing there in Delmarva. So we hope we can uh, cross paths with you here in the East. But we'll certainly be following your career, man. We wish you the best of luck. And, again, hopefully you guys can play some baseball pretty soon in 2022. Yeah, I hope so, too. But I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Connor. There's Connor Norby joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. And, uh, yeah, he he kind (laughs) of – I I agree with that. I did not expect for him to be, like, one of the the go-to interviews uh, because uh, he he certainly made his rise very quickly with ECU baseball. And uh, I can't wait to hear his speech at the banquet because there's going to be something in there and maybe quite a bit of it about uh, that meeting with Cliff Galvin after his freshman year and kind of to say, hey, do you you want to do this thing or not? And uh, it looks like the answer was yes. Connor wanted to do it because he had some tremendous uh, – and he had that great 2021, and if you remember, he was hitting over 400 in 2020 when the season came to an end. He was going to put together an All-American season that year, it looked like, and for him to follow that up with what he did in 2021 was phenomenal. Robert says he can't uh, wait to see Connor Norby in Norfolk. So, yeah, we got uh, people all across the East, uh, maybe down uh, some folks your way in Fayetteville, Chandler, who will be able to see Connor Norby if he's playing there with Delmarva. Uh, but, man, uh, the way he hits, I expect him to probably rise up the A's pretty quickly and uh, and get out of single-A ball. All right, let's uh, take a time out. Once again, we are having a Pirate Radio raffle today. All you got to do, head over to Facebook, jump in our Facebook live feed, share it, and type in a number between 1 and 100, and you can be signed up for our raffle. We'll do our drawing coming up at 5 o'clock when Bryce Williams joins us. We already got... Steve with the number 7, Susan with 60, Craig 50, Josh 75, Scott 12, Greg 22, Chad 82, Josh 23, Johnny 72, and Joe 17. A lot of numbers left out there. 
Just give us a number between 1 and 100. That'll be your number for our drawing coming up at 5 o'clock. When we return, the prop queen, Ariel Epstein, joins us to talk NFL playoffs. We'll look at what's going on tonight in sports as well when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. You work hard for your money at Carolina Wealth Management. We believe that your money should work hard for you. Do you know if it is? To learn more about your investment portfolio, go to MyCarolinaWealth.com to schedule a free consultation. That's MyCarolinaWealth.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, we got a Pirate Radio raffle going on. All you have to do, head over to Facebook. Find our Facebook Live feed that we are on today. Share it and type in a number between 1 and 100. We'll have our drawing coming up at 5 o'clock when Bryce Williams joins us here on the show. Quentin, the latest to get in with the number 42. So we've got... A bunch of people in, but still a lot more numbers uh, for you to get. So jump in now, type in your number, and we'll have lunch for two to tiebreakers for our winner coming up at 5 o'clock. All right, uh, we are now joined on the Pirate Radio Live Line by a a guest we've had on quite a bit, but due to her meteoric rise, this is the first time we've had her on since she's been officially uh, with Yahoo Sports and Yahoo Sportsbook. It is ariel epstein joining us once again on the program ariel happy new year to you great to talk with you again how are you doing happy new year cliff i'm doing great now that i got the invite back on pirate radio the invite is always out there ariel but you are seemingly working 24 hours a day so i'm nervous to ask if we can uh but you've never turned me down i gotta give you credit for that so thank you See, I was going to say, I don't turn you down. I just say, listen, anyone who would know me in the dating world would know I don't make the first move. So, <laughs> to you for more work. If you ask, I'll say yes. All right, fellas, there's something uh, for, for you out there, too. Ariel, how about the move to Yahoo Sportsbook? How's that going for you? Great. That was a very professional transition of you, Clip. Yes. But it's been great at Yahoo. I absolutely love it. I get to work and do a bunch of different sports. I've been covering baseball, football, basketball, in addition to meeting so many new people in the business and people who are so well-respected, especially on the gambling side. I just love learning from all the people around me. And you uh, are getting to the point, Ariel, now if people see you in the wild, they're starstruck when they meet you. But how about you, Ariel? You, you've been uh, in a, a lot of rooms with big names. Trivia night. <laughs> you've been with some big names in the sports world, Ariel. So uh, how many starstruck moments have you had when you've been on MLB TV, NBA TV, in those rooms with athletes? Like, who are your favorite athletes you've come across? Well, definitely Derek Jeter. Absolutely love Jeter. He was incredible when I met him. And I actually met him as an intern at Yankee Stadium. So he, was, he lived up to expectations, being really nice and asking me all about what my goals in my career were. Um, I've also had some really good uh, conversations with someone like Stefan Diggs of Buffalo Bills. When I started at Yahoo, week one, he was my first assignment. It was 
interview Stefan Diggs about anything. I said, okay. <laughs> and he was so sweet. He was on a media tour. So he was talking to so many different media members for a span of hours. And then when he came on, I just thought to myself, he's going to be so tired. He'll be bored. It's the same questions probably as everyone else. And he was great. He was so energetic. You would think that I was his only interview of the day. So I was really excited about Stefan Diggs. And who was the picture you took? I remember talking to people about it, but you took a picture of your hand compared to somebody else's hand. Who was that? Remind me. Oh, yes. It was Vernon Davis. Yeah. Guys, flip. Vernon Davis. That was awesome. Tori Smith were awesome. Yahoo had a... uh, Yahoo had a fantasy football championship event at the MGM in Maryland, which for anyone that ever travels to the Maryland-D.C. border, you should definitely go check it out. It was a really cool property. It felt like I was in Vegas. There were a million restaurants to choose from. The casino was huge. They just added in a sports book for MGM. It was really gorgeous and a fun place to spend a weekend. When we hosted the event for the Yahoo Fantasy Football Championship, Tori Smith and Brandon Davis were our celebrity MCs, and I was MCing the event as a Yahoo employee. The two of them were so much fun. They ran around the room just talking to people and watching all of these fantasy uh, member, all these fantasy uh, contestants, how they were sweating out their lineups because they were all facing each other. It was a room of 40 contestants with their, uh, a guest each, and they all were watching the games for the Sunday slate and sweating out these different tournaments so it was really fun to watch and fun to watch the two of them interact that's pretty cool those are some great photos to see the just how the same species could look so different uh, in hand sizes with ariel and uh, and vernon davis there uh ariel you do a great job and you have to do this if you're a professional in the business of taking the emotion out of it well unfortunately your uh, ravens are not in the playoffs i guess you you still have emotion you probably hate the pittsburgh steelers so you could show some emotion there but how about the uh before we get into your prop queen and, and your picks and all that for their, for props how about game wise uh starting with saturday any thoughts on raiders Bengals? Bengals a uh, five and a half point home favorite bills a four point favorite over the patriots any thoughts on those saturday games coming up yeah so for the first game Definitely go look for props with those different tight ends. I like both the tight ends in the game solely because the two defenses are bottom 10 in receiving yards allowed to the position. From a game perspective, I I would have to take the points with Vegas. Now, I don't believe in Vegas winning the game. I don't see Vegas getting out of the wild card round because their defense is probably gas, and now they have to go on the road. That overtime game, it looks as if both of them, the Chargers and the Raiders, were willing to just take knees and say, let's just go to the playoffs. The Raiders' defense has left the middle of the field wide open. I mean, if you look back in that fourth quarter against the Chargers, the middle of the field was wide open for L.A. the whole time. That's where Cincinnati attacks you. Cincinnati has so many players that they could throw on crosslands across the field that they are going to be – it's going to be an issue for Vegas if they allow that middle of the field to stay wide open. Cincinnati, on the other hand, do I have faith in their defense? No. Cincinnati might have blown out Baltimore. Watching that defense up against the third-string quarterback who practiced with the Ravens for four days because Tyler Huntley ended up getting COVID, they still allowed for over 20 points to that Ravens offense. That Ravens offense shouldn't have been allowed to score more than seven points in the game. Now you're going to get Vegas, who, with the emergence of ECU's own Zay Jones this year, they've added a lot of weapons. Hunter Renfro's been incredible. They have two tight ends. Darren Waller is back. 
in addition to Foster Moreau, and you have a good running back in Josh Jacobs. I really like what Vegas can do on the offensive side of the ball. I do not have faith in that Cincinnati Bengals defense. I do believe that the Bengals are overrated, and it's going to show this year uh, when they're in the playoff run. So give me the Vegas Raiders. And you almost, like, it's almost scripted. You set up my main question about this game. Why is the total 49 and not 53? Or I, It almost seems too easy to take the over in this game. Unders have been tending to hit more in the wild card round. Hmm. Unders hit it just under 64%. And in the last 10 seasons, it's been hitting at 66%. Just because overs seem to be the more enticing way to bet, it's going to be a lot of the books showing you, no, 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 unders are more prone to hit in the wild card round. And because of that, maybe the layoff for uh, Vegas after having to face the Chargers in overtime. Maybe they get off to a slow start. There's also some first playoff round jitters for the Bengals. Quarterback Joe Burrow has not been to the playoffs before, and he has a young wide receiver in Jamar Chase. It's a very young team. It's a young coaching staff. Both sides have inexperienced playoff coaching staffs, with Vegas having an interim head coach and the Bengals having a second-year head coach. So that's probably why you could see a little bit of a low-scoring start, and maybe at the end it picks up. Ariel Epstein joining us, uh, Yahoo Sportsbook. Ariel, anything else uh, this weekend from a a game standpoint or or a prop standpoint you like? Eagles, Bucks, uh, the Bucks an eight and a half point favorite, total 46 and a half. Cowboys, that is the shortest, uh, smallest line of the weekend. Three point favorites over the 49ers, total at 51. That's the highest total uh, of the games this weekend. The Chiefs' big favorites over the Steelers, 12.5, total 46.5. And then Monday night, it's the Rams, minus four at home against the Cardinals, total 49.5. Uh, anything you like out of the uh, remainder of the wild card games? So the the thought with the Bucks and the Eagles game is looking at what the Bucks have done at home this year, they have demolished their opponents when playing in Tampa. Their margin of victory, they first of all, they've won seven of their eight home games. Tampa's won those seven of eight home games by under just under 20 points. 19.7 points is the average margin of victory for Tampa. For the Eagles, the Eagles have only faced uh, a handful of teams that are above 500, and they went one and seven in those games. So they faced eight teams that are above 500 this year and went one and seven straight up. In those seven losses, the Eagles lost by an average of 12 points per game. They only faced two of those teams on the road because they'll be on the road in Tampa. They lost to Dallas on the road by 20, and they lost to Vegas on the road by 11. Tampa Bay is winning this game and covering a spread of nearly nine. It has moved now from seven and a half to nine, and rightfully so. My favorite bet of the weekend, though, is San Francisco. I'm taking the points with the Niners. There's been a lot of stats that point in San Francisco's direction. First, the Dallas Cowboys stats are so overrated. I mean, if you look at the averages, Dallas is averaging 10 more points per game at home this year than they are on the road. However, when you look at who the Cowboys face, no offense, Cliff, most of your division is absolutely terrible <laughs> in the NFC East. And that's the majority of who they faced when they were at home this year. So when you look at the teams that they faced that uh, were above 500, they actually didn't even do that well. They lost to uh, they lost Arizona 25-22, to and they lost to Vegas 36-33 in overtime. Then the home games, they faced the top 10 passing defense, 
The game went to the under in two out of the three games, and they even lost to the Denver Broncos, 30-16, to who's a top-10 passing defense. Hmm. Cowboys are overrated. Their defense is terrible. And San Francisco is a top-10 defense all around against the pass, against the run. The Cowboys are bottom-10 against wide receivers this year. Give me the better defense and the points. All right, that is music to my ears. Ariel Epstein joining us today on Pirate Radio Live during the break. Uh, sure, it's fun to talk football, but Chandler said, hey, I, I hope Ariel has some props for tonight. And I said, Chandler, of course she has props for tonight. It's Ariel Epstein. We're gonna, what, what you got NBA-wise uh, for us tonight? And, and first of all, Ariel, I know, who do you like in the NBA? Do you have a team in the NBA? You need to adopt our Charlotte Hornets. They're one of the funnest teams in the league. Yeah, they are, and they're going to have a real tough time tonight. Sixers, Joel Embiid, it's going to crush, crush. Uh. I mean, I'm not talking points, but from from a standpoint of an individual player, Joel Embiid is one of my must plays in daily fantasy tonight. I'm actually taking his over twelve and a half or excuse me, eleven and a half rebounds. There's a crazy stat about the top ten rebounders, and now since I have to just, I want to make sure I get it right. So give me a second. The top 10 rebounders in the league have faced the Charlotte Hornets a total of 17 times. 12 of the 17 games, the rebounder went over 11 and a half. That leading rebounder. So it's Rudy Gobert, uh, uh, Nikola Jokic, Clint Capella. Chandler, is this a surprise to hear with Mason Plumley uh, down low for the Hornets? Not at all. No, this is not a shocker to us, Ariel. No, exactly. So go and take the rebound prop for Embiid. His points, rebounds, assists too high, points too high. Take the over on rebounds for Joel Embiid tonight against the Hornets. It doesn't necessarily mean the Hornets lose, and it doesn't mean that he's putting up points against them. Just grabbing rebounds isn't a big deal if you are a Hornets fan. Who cares? All right. I like that. Uh, Anything else, uh, Ariel, you like tonight? I'm starting to look, too, at this San Antonio Spurs game because – the Spurs have become the worst rebounding team in basketball. I mean, they are atrocious. In the last 10 games, they are the worst rebounding team in the league. So I'm going to look to see if there's someone on the Houston side that I could attack. And I haven't really gotten to it yet because I've been having to do a lot of NFL playoff stuff. But I do have to make a video soon for social media for Yahoo. So make sure to check it out on Yahoo Sportsbook or on my Twitter page, Ariel Epstein, because I promise you, in the next hour, I will have some NBA props up on social. I just have to make sure I get through all the fine print so that I make sure I cover all my bases. I don't like to just throw random props out there. Yeah, and you, you do that daily. Uh, folks follow Ariel Epstein on Twitter. You put out a video daily of uh, your, your favorite props, and uh, people can find those each and every day. And make sure you check out her feed later on before these games tip off. So, Ariel, anywhere else uh, we need to, to follow you? We're on Twitter. We're on Yahoo Sportsbook. Uh, what else do we need to know about what you're doing? Make sure to go follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to boost that. Okay. The apps on Instagram. Um, but then I also have all my content on uh, sports.yahoo.com, and we make sure that we always have our videos up there first. They go on social a little bit after that. So you can go to our so- our website at Yahoo Sports and make sure to download the Yahoo Sports app, too. All of our stuff is all posted from articles to videos, et cetera. Ariel, we are so happy for you for the success you've had and always appreciate you joining us here. And I know the uh, the folks around these parts miss you and enjoy hearing from you. So always great to talk with you. And uh, we will certainly do it again soon. Thanks so much for having me on, Cliff. Good luck this weekend. All right. There is Ariel Epstein, the prop queen. Chandler, uh, 
going right against our hornets tonight but that that makes sense i, I think that's a lock though uh indeed over 11 and a half rebounds that's got to be a lock lock it in baby yeah so um especially uh, you know against a guy like mason plumley yeah I'm, I'm locking it down another reason it's a lock kelly Oubre, i guess still out right i haven't even checked on that i know he was out the other night really kind of put me down uh, you know with confidence in the hornets they ended up beating the bucks for the second time yeah in three but days, when so. but when Ubre's hitting threes you can't get rebounds so if he's exactly. out if he's out that just means more rebounds miss, galore more misses more rebounds so uh there you go ariel epstein great to talk with her and uh looking forward to a fun night of hoops tonight and nfl playoffs this weekend also pirates and cincinnati i talked to uh hannah from aj's we're gonna have that game on espn plus we're good to go so awesome check us out tonight sports trivia eight o'clock at aj's we'll be watching the pirates and the bearcats of cincinnati all right uh time to get in if you haven't already this is uh getting close to the nitty-gritty here go to our facebook page uh find our facebook feed from today's show the live video share it and type in a number between one and 100 and you will be entered in to our raffle we'll have our drawing coming up at five o'clock when bryce williams joins us johnny gets in with 29 quentin has 42 joe 17 the other johnny johnny g 72 josh thomas 23 chad 82 greg 22 craig 50 scott 12 josh 75 susan 60 and steve with seven those numbers are taken you can jump in with your number right now we'll do closest to the pin winner will win a lunch for two to tiebreaker so jump in while you can just put in your number share the feed and you are good to go for an opportunity to be our winner in hour three of today's program all right we'll take a time out come back and wrap up hour two of pirate radio live back with you after this PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Villa Verde on 10th Street and Villa Verde Dose by the hospital are open for you, serving unique and healthy dishes from the Dominican Republic. Order online at myvillaverde.com or the Villa Verde app. Order a family meal that feeds six to seven people and they'll have it ready for curbside pickup today. Whether it's dine-in or takeout, Villa Verde is a platform for good. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Wrapping up Hour 2 of today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks to Connor Norby and Ariel Epstein, also the voice Jeff Charles, for joining us on today's show. We got uh, a couple of former Pirates coming up later on this week. Alec Burleson uh, will join us live in studio in the third hour coming up on Thursday, along with Troy D. and Tony Collins. So that'll be a fun final hour of the show got that on thursday warren Saba will join us on friday's show ecu uh safety db playing in the hula bowl so we'll get uh we'll figure out what the heck the hula bowl is it's a a college football all-star game that warren Saba and dj ford will be a part of so looking forward to hearing from uh warren Saba later this week i uh, said earlier today catalina is my favorite salad dressing I uh, just saw this 
tweet from scott says i went to a japanese steakhouse with my grandparents and they asked my grandma what dressing she wanted for her salad and she said sweet honey catalina and he said i've never seen a more confused look on someone's face i told you chandler during a break problem with catalina is it's not you know widely available it seems like at restaurants and stuff if you could find a salad bar with catalina you need to make that your spot there's nothing better than a fresh salad bar with some nice catalina dressing to go on it. i'll have to text mom or dad i'm pretty sure their restaurant has catalina at the salad bar. there you go it probably does because Vinny's is a great spot your mouth is full what are you eating you're now? not supposed to talk with your mouth full chandler what are you eating your mom is going to be so disappointed a salad with catalina <laughs> <laughs> if you were i'd give you an excused eating absence for this but shirley what is he eating right now uh, it's a candy bar so you went sour patch kids what do you i mean i haven't ate today you have a you have a a today <laughs> i have a a today what'd you say i said i haven't ate today <laughs> i haven't ate today no lunch for the chan man today what are you busy you in the trenches what are you doing i've been grinding man I've grinding been, grinding I, on a wednesday i've been grinding good for you start I'll, I'll be clip your clips you're grinding so much that's a rap reference that you had no idea what was i'm that saying supposed to be funny? no it was not supposed here's to be the funny most con- now now here's the most confusing look that you've ever seen <laughs> uh all right sorry sim. that i'm young that's a great name by the way sim hodge sim s-i-m s-i-m sim that is a cool name sim i hope you win just so i can say your name again and even if you don't maybe short for simpson samuel 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 sim anthony samuel sim matthew uh sim picked my number 13 that is your number sims in with jersey. 13 softball shirley's softball jersey shirley. number is 13 after dan marina that and when is my birthday the 13th the 13th that's right of october october I was <laughs> you didn't know that uh, i did because i remember i had to fill in for you or i was going to have to on my birthday remember you were going to leave because of your birthday, but then it, I think the trip... <laughs> Hold on. Where were you going? I, I don't remember having to go anywhere. You don't, just my birthday. You don't my, remember saying that that's my birthday weekend and you, I might have you might have to cover for me? You remember that? No, because if I... Correct me if I'm wrong, Clip. Did my birthday fall on a game day this year or this past football season? Uh, no, we were no. off that Saturday because you were going somewhere uh no october 13th was a wednesday this past year because you were like it falls on my birthday do you remember what i'm talking about all right you know what i'm talking about who cares i don't know i don't remember dude it was months ago i don't remember i remember your birthday (laughs) (laughs) he's so proud of that too by the way wait i remember your birthday uh yeah all i remember about your birthday is the whole troy d thing where he got himself a gift for your birthday yeah oh yeah i do remember that God, has it been that long ago since that's happened? Yeah, it was in October. Um, all right, last call. If you want to get your number in, we're doing a Pirate Radio raffle. Go to our Facebook Live page, uh, the video that's on today. Share it. <laughs> type in a number. Did you see what Sim just posted? I hope I win, too. Chad would never hear the end of it. 
another reason to root for sim today let's go sim let's go ahead and simulate it wow oh, is it short is his name simulation hodge i was going to see i was going to say is he living in a simulation but i didn't want to throw that out there but. we all are living in a uh a simulation it's sims it's the matrix it's sims sim and we're just living in it <laughs> wasn't there a game called sims yes. there was i, mm-hmm. I never computer played game. but uh well remember, it originated as a computer game i think it's a video game too remember my stepkids played my wife would get mad because they would like <laughs> i guess you can you can have children in the game and then like neglect your kid like you can do some really it sounds dark, awful dark stuff yeah but it's i guess from a humorous slant you like, can leave the kid <laughs> outside. I outside. I, Peterson I just remember my uh, wife getting upset about it. Like, all right, y'all can't play that game anymore. <laughs> you're, you're doing some awful things. Like leaving the kid out in the lawn. Yeah, I guess. Like for three days or something. You I wake up know. the next morning. Hey, where's our son? Oh, crap. I left him outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never, uh, never played the game. Or force the kid to like, you know dig for flat like plant flowers or something sim says sim city yeah sim city yeah was that a oh, spin city was the show there's also oh, yeah, a t- uh, yeah a tv show called spin city i don't yeah. think i ever played this either but i was kind of interested in it was it like roller coaster tycoon or something where you uh and now nobody now i'm just getting confused looks all around i should only speak of things i know of so i'll only do that moving forward well i was trying to think if there was something similar to that but i i don't remember anything that had to do with that so on youtube tyler says i got rid of facebook but 43 if you if youtube counts well tyler tomorrow we're going to be doing our youtube only giveaway so get ready for tomorrow this is good prep for tomorrow i feel like you're already prepping so you you might win tomorrow he's getting the reps in yeah get the reps in we're not and and kudos to you for getting rid of facebook too (laughs) i should say uh we will have our youtube giveaway on thursday so you're just getting ready for that all right so last call for your numbers if you want to jump in to our pirate radio raffle we're going to be doing our drawing coming up at five o'clock when bryce williams joins us share the page type in your number one through 100 and we'll have our winner coming up in just a moment i I can't help it it's like every time you say drawing all i want to do is sing the you know my name is simon yeah and you i know, like to do, do drawings i like to do drawings now that is a old saturday, saturday night, night live, live reference. reference yeah mike myers yep simon he did drawings the best skit he ever did was the one the simon one. Oh no that's not the right one that's a different one that's a it's a saturday night live skit but it's not with simon when he's wearing a helmet yeah is With that nicole what you're kidman? talking about nicole kidman is that what you're talking about i don't know nicole kidman but i just remember him with a helmet trying to run yeah that's with nicole kidman <laughs> well it's a different skit it's not the simon one but it is that's funny a, that you said the best skit mike myers did and i immediately thought, thought of that one. yep that's the one because he's been in a million he, of them because nicole kidman gives him chocolate yes and he can't have chocolate yes youtube it up folks yeah youtube it up but it's hilarious we're on the same page so, right now last call for your comments not last call for your calls last call last for call your for your numbers get your numbers in now here comes big bryce williams all right oh what, um, did, what did uh <laughs> coop uh coop called him slim 80 slim 80 is, slim in, the 80 is in the house i uh, just got a comment this is pretty good. I like roasting. You only roast the ones you love. Um, 
I'll say who it is. It was Bo Bats. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Bo said, Clip, if you only spoke of what you knew, there will be lots of dead air Monday through Friday from <laughs> 3 to 6. <laughs> oh, Bo, we miss you. You need to get back over here. Uh, Bo, Bo. <laughs> Bo, that was a good one. Uh, speaking of... Uh, very true. Redbeard just said, Roller Coaster Tycoon, a game where you built your own theme park. Yeah, okay. Yep. And he said, I would design my part with the only interest to the part was on a half-built roller coaster so everybody would fall exactly. off. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that sounds like Redbeard. All right, we'll take a time out. Come back. Slim 80. Bryce Williams joins us when we return. And we'll have our raffle. Raffle off. Raffle winner. Winning raffle number. Winner. Yep, whatever. winning number. After this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Live well, move more, and hurt less with kinetic physical therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, getting back into sports, dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, then kinetic physical therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit kineticptgreenville.com for more information. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Alrighty, Hour 3. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Pirate Hoops in action tonight against Cincinnati. Clutch effort from Tristan Newton in the first game of conference play led to a victory over Tulane in overtime. And then clutch play from Damian Dunn, a last-second three-pointer, gave Temple a three-point victory over ECU Saturday. So we've had two conference games. Both go down to the wire. Pirates are 1-1. One and one. What happens tonight in Cincinnati? We shall see. Uh, that game coming up at 7 o'clock. All right, we got Bryce Williams, former ECU tight end, joining us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Happy New Year. Hello, Bryce. Happy New Year, y'all. Thanks for having me. It feels good to uh, physically be back. Talked to you on the phone last week, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Got you in the studio today. A couple of skiers, you and Tony Collins, uh, over the break. Yeah. Although Tony said he did zero skiing. He was just there. Oh, God. You actually partook. I partook in the, in the <laughs> slopes. All right. Uh, it's raffle time, Bryce. Dang, We've been man. telling people to uh, to give us a number between 1 and 100 on our Facebook live feed today. Uh-huh. And here are the entrants. Uh, the winner gets a uh, lunch for two to tiebreakers. Mm. Steve has the number seven. Susan has 60. Craig has 50. Josh, 75. Scott, 12. Greg, 22. Chad, 82. Josh, 23. Johnny G, 72. Joe, 17. Quentin, 42. Johnny R, 29. Robert, 4. Sim, 13. And Donald Juan is in with 49. Uh, I don't... Uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Curlings said 12. He shared and said 12. When did that get in? Uh, eight minutes ago. Okay, my apologies, Kenny. Uh, if the number is closest to 12, we're going to have to do an overtime draw. 
Okay. Uh-oh. Why didn't that show up in my stuff? But it's because it, he shared it. Did I miss anybody <clears throat> else, uh, Shirley? That you know of? Did you get Donald Juan? I got Donald Juan. Forty-nine. Then you're, that's the only one we were missing was Kenny. So Kenny shared it and put his number that way. Yeah, he right. put it in the Kenny's caption in. of the share. Kenny's so. in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. I got random.org, the uh, number generator, pulled up, Bryce. Oh, nice. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, man. Well, I like to do this. As so fair we're, as it can get. I'm going to click get numbers. It's going to make uh, numbers 1 through 100, and it's going to give me a column. And then I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit that two more times, and we're going to have our winner. So, Bryce, you just read the number at the top after we hit the very again, and then we're going to hit it one more time, and the number at the top is the number we're going to go by and that number is all right number 30 dirty 30 dirty 30 so who is the closest to 30 are you doing over or johnny robertson we're going to do closest to the pin and johnny r has 29 wow. so johnny r is our raffle winner lunch for two to tiebreakers nice goes to johnny r and uh johnny if you will give us a call here at the studio 317-1250 i need to get some additional information from you we need your information your height weight uh blood type eye color (laughs) social social social. (laughs) date of birth credit card number uh driver's license number please. shoe size yeah <laughs> definitely need that and and a real shoe size don't go up an inch or two we want your actual shoe size so johnny just give Hat us size <laughs> we need your, we need your fitted size just in case you always need that and there he is and uh there's could you, johnny could you give us that live on the air to everyone yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was good i, I would have started laughing if he's like hung up Shirley. while you're getting the phone i want to play ventavius cooper and his comments yesterday yep i got it right here mm-hmm. so bryce we had uh, your old teammate ventavius cooper okay. first time in a long time wow. back on the show and uh i knew you were coming on today so i wanted to ask him his memories is uh has he got any bryce stories or anything oh, so uh here's what he came up with when I asked him uh, about Bryce Williams, I think the the best the best story, well, the best memory that I can that I can say that I have about Bryce. Well, just to start off, um, while I was at school, Justin Jones was the tight end. Yeah, you no, know, and you know to to come in at, to start my career, and then I, I you know I'm, me noticing Justin and his size and what he was able to do, and you know hearing about the Hail Mary and things like that. And I got to see Bryce play, and I'm like, "Dang, what, what is he doing? Is he is he gonna play this year or what?" <laughs> and like, cause he is nice, bro. Like this man can catch anything, and he's fast. He's faster than almost you know, like twenty percent of our receivers. I'm, I'm, I was just confused. But Bryce was an amazing talent, man. And I'm talking about super fast for a guy size. And we call him Slim Eighty, you know. What I'm <laughs> like he, he, he a big slim dude, and he moves like every other wide receiver out there. But my 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 best my best memory that I have with Bryce was actually when we were in North Carolina State, and I think we had just scored a touchdown. And um, I'm not sure who scored. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot of tugs that day. You know, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a lot of them. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure who scored at the time. Bryce came over to me. I think Bryce may have scored, honestly. I think it was his touchdown. But I was so amped up for that 
we had a picture uh, taken that was just him and I standing, like, and you can see the fans behind us, and you can see, you know, everybody was happening, but the focus is just me and Bryce. And Bryce is just yelling. Like, we just holler. We got a moment where we, like, helmet to helmet, and we just screaming in each other's face, like, yeah, we got and yeah, so that's probably the the best the best memory that I got of Bryce, and I still keep that picture to this day. That's cool. When his birthday comes up and things of that nature, I send it to him and tell him happy birthday. But yeah. All right, there you go, oh, Batavius yeah. Cooper. I had to look. I couldn't remember where he's from. He's from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batavius kind of talks similar. Oh, a couple yeah. of country boys. That's right. Uh, but Coop, man, we went over his numbers yesterday, Bryce. Two 1,000-yard seasons. He talked about how he came in as a quarterback because I asked I him about Lincoln Riley. And, you know, I said, did you ever think Lincoln would make his rise to fame like he did? And he said, honestly, yeah. He looked at me as a option quarterback in JUCO and turned me into a, a guy that ran for over 2,000 yards yeah. in two years. So, uh, But Coop, uh, and we talked about it with Igo, maybe a little underappreciated just because he was only around for two years, but mm-hmm. he was a part of some great offenses. And uh, you were a part of those as well, mm-hmm. Bryce. So it was cool to catch up with him yesterday. Yeah, most definitely not. Coop, thanks for the – you know the. Um guess the credit on what you thought of me and playing football but yeah i, th- I knew i had that picture i see the talk you know obviously he was recorded but yeah i mean i remember that picture i've got i've got it somewhere um you know on my phone but yeah i vividly remember that picture i think i'm even on like the left side and he's on the right side of the picture but yeah i remember him you know him and i and coop was always he's just always so chill like i feel like him and hardy kind of had that same vibe just smooth um but you know could obviously you know, outstanding football players and the talent they both had. Um, yeah, me and Coop had a good time, and it was always fun to, you know, walk into the locker room and see Coop and just yell out Coop. And, um, of course, he would say it maybe a little more mellow than I would. He was like, what's, you know, what's up? When he would say, like, what's up, Bryce? But uh, As somebody yeah. commented on Facebook yesterday during the interview and said Ventavious Cooper was tough. He, he was – Oh, yeah. He, was, he, he said himself he was 5'8". Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't the biggest dude, but yeah. he ran tough and – Physical. Oh man, yeah. That's a good point about Hardy and uh Coop. They certainly aren't uh diva like Justin might have been the most anti diva receiver. There's yeah. a lot of diva receivers out there, Bryce. Yeah. They were both kind of I guess led with their play, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah, it and next it was always fun obviously watching them both and um I never understand how someone could just play so smooth and effortlessly. And, you know, and that's um looking from the outside in, maybe they were, you know, working hard but it looked like it just came so effortlessly to both of them you know with coop you know making his moves come through the hole and then of course he's saying tough i mean it was like you know him uh you know he hit them linebackers and somehow bounce right off of them and you know do a you know spin as he's hitting you know getting hit and um i mean it was always fun watching him you know you know bust one out for several yards 20 30 50 yards and uh it was. It, that was a good time period. You know, that was a gr- good group. I guess that was what twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um, when we played state, so state um, and Carolina on the road and beat them both down. And I asked Coop, you know, did you know about those rivalries? And he said, honestly, no. He was like, I didn't know. I didn't know how much you know they, they hated each other. I he said, I didn't know Julius Peppers went to Carolina. Like, he was yeah. way behind. He was. <laughs> he didn't know anything. Bryce, you being from North Carolina, certainly understood it when mm-hmm. you came in. 
but uh that 2013 season to go on the road and beat those two teams like y'all did i mean that's special that's stuff we still talk about oh for sure and it's it is definitely always fun when it gets brought up in conversation you know on the radio and just whenever um you know around the guys to know um what we accomplished in those years and you know just i mean just great fond memories um you know during that time you know while i was playing at ecu with all the guys and like i said everything we accomplished bryce williams joining us bryce did you watch alabama georgia at all i night? did watch the first half and i was like golly nine to six the moment's going on in the first no half. and i'm just okay it's gonna push on i was like I, you know i thought i'd get a good night's sleep and go to the gym in the morning and then stay up and watch this run the ball and just nothing happening so and then when i checked the uh, checked the you know score the next morning i was like well dang what the heck happened 33 points score for georgia and then the 18 on alabama so i was like well i kind of wish that would have flip-flopped um from the first and second half yeah we uh were in a a tight end renaissance i don't know if you've seen brock bowers from georgia he didn't do much the other night he had a touchdown late uh, but on the year, 56 catches, 882 yards, 13 touchdowns. He's a wow. freshman. I mean, he could Jeez. go pro now, wow. and he's going to probably be the next stud tight end wow. in the NFL. But uh, just looking at the playoffs this weekend, and Ariel Epstein joined us earlier to talk about some props and stuff. She loves both tight ends in the Raiders-Bengals game for their stats to go over. But Darren Waller is uh, is one of the best in the league. You look at Kittle from the 49ers. Mm-hmm course kelsey with the chiefs yeah uh feels like and even you know higby with the rams putting up numbers yeah, this oh year. yeah a lot of uh that tight end position is <laughs> something that every team is looking for right now and your guy gronk still getting it done uh with the buccaneers they play the eagles this weekend so that tight end position uh if you got a good one you can utilize it uh, you know what and to move on and talk back to ecu right now with tyler sneed leaving for the draft we'll talk about that in a moment ecu's tight end room with Jones and Calhoun looks better than their wide receiver room right now. Yeah, oh which yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, oh definitely. And, uh, and I think Jones and Calhoun definitely had a good year. Um, you know, a pretty productive year. But you know, with you know one of the lead um, or top receivers on the team, you know, um, headed out. You know, that I feel like you know opens up opportunity just for more looks from um, you know to those guys. So I'm definitely excited to uh, you know see how those guys you know continue to bring next year and what all uh, their stats and what they put up and um how they perform because i feel like they can only you know typically get better with confidence and experience nfl teams are looking for a tight end they're also looking for that slot guy which uh it seemed like it really came into prominence around the greatest show on turf era with kurt warner and he had isaac bruce and tory holt but i remember as i hear hakeem uh, in the slot was a big play guy for them and then Peyton Manning's Colts always had a slot guy then the Patriots with Belichick and Brady always had a Welker Edelman mm-hmm. Danny Amendola Danny Amendola still getting it done yeah uh week 18 of the NFL season but that slot guy Bryce has become an important position for NFL teams and Tyler Sneed we know he's undersized we know that people are going to say mm-hmm. he can't do it I'm almost one of those people like, no way, Tyler. No way you can make the NFL. He's heard that his entire life. Yeah. He loves to hear that. And uh, I, I think he'll at least get a shot with the team. Yeah, I mean, it would be exciting. He's um, – I'm trying to think of, like, Cole Beasley's, you know, weight. I think Danny Amendola was, like, in the 180s, um, you know, as far as that. Maybe he was maybe in the 510, I think Amendola might have yeah. been. So, Sneed came in at, what is he, 5'7"? Maybe. 
generously um if he's you know, wearing your work boots yeah i mean it's you know it's just small you know it's definitely small kind of nfl but i mean we've seen you know how productive he was and i mean i've seen him break tackles and you know lay the you know lay the thud on yeah good after the catch so, I mean, can block yeah um i'd love to see him get an opportunity man i think he's definitely got the ability for you know no doubt um he's got the ability you know hopefully you know, maybe they'll be those Patriots. You know, they typically like to sort of see, you know, take those underdogs, the guy yeah. that's maybe a little over um, overlooked. Um, so when I saw that, I said, "Well, because I was like, well, what year is he? And I guess he would be technically a senior, or is he? A- well, he, he could have played two more years, but he's he's been here four years. He's already been here because he had a year where he played and was productive, but he was redshirted. So then he came back for his freshman year. Then he had a COVID year, which he got back. So he was playing this year as a sophomore, a four-year sophomore. Golly. So he's already graduated. Right. I thought I still say, and and he kind of said this too. I just don't think he could have improved his stock anymore. Right. Unless he hits a late in life growth spurt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if he came back and had 70 catches for 800 yards and six touchdowns. Would it really? It was right. just another year older, another year of bumps and bruises. Yeah, I mean, I dealt, yeah, I didn't even think about breaking it down that way because I mean, he has very, you know, pretty impressive stats. All right, yeah. I don't know what they are, but uh, I mean, shoot, if he's looking at it that way, that's very true. You know, why wait another year to? I mean, I think he's already shown what he can do for sure. I mean, I would, I guess, you know, as far as collegiate, I guess you could. He's peaked as far as what more i mean he showed us you know awesome plays and things like that during his career so um it is i mean it's a big moment for him to you know decide to leave because i guess once you decide you just you know there's no going back but good he's already graduated but um it'll be an interesting time you know good time for him and like i said you can he can literally only get better faster um you know wherever he goes to train you know learning different techniques all sorts of stuff so i mean i'd I think he'd be able to put up some impressive numbers as far as, um, you know, in the 40 and broad jump and just to show his explosiveness, um, you know, when it comes to pro day. So, I mean, it would definitely be cool to, uh, you know, see him get an opportunity somewhere. And, I mean, heck, like I, I mean, I like I've said, I mean, he's shown he is physical. You know, he's not, you know, someone who, you know, just get – I mean, he'll get thrown around maybe if he gets grabbed. But, I mean, um, for his size, he definitely plays, you know, plays big – Bryce Williams joining us. I'm about to put you on the spot in a big way. I'm jotting down all the quarterbacks that are in the NFL playoffs, which will begin uh, this week. And I want you to give me your power rankings of QBs you would want to play for. (laughs) So, and there's two not playing this weekend who have the buys: Ryan Tannehill and Aaron Rodgers. So I'm gonna gonna list the names. You can start thinking about it. But here are the names in the uh, the playoffs. You've got Derek Carr with the Raiders. Joe Burrow with the Bengals, Mac Jones with the Pats, Josh Allen with the Bills, Jalen Hurts uh, with the Eagles, Tom Brady with the Bucks, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, for the Niners, Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, Ben Roethlisberger for the Steelers, Pat Mahomes with the Chiefs, sorry, Patrick Mahomes, sorry to his mother, uh, Kyler Murray with the uh, Cardinals, Matthew Stafford for the Rams, Ryan Tannehill, Titans, and Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Bryce Williams tight end. They call you up. They say we need you. Uh what quarterback would you like to most catch passes from? Who's number one on the list here? Number one, I mean, I'm looking at the list and obviously Brady, Garoppolo are familiar guys. Dak, I've 
you know, slightly at the senior bowl, brushed, you know, just got a feel for First of all, who have you caught a have you caught a pass from any of these guys? Did you uh, catch one from Brady in New England? I've called from you know Brady, Garoppolo. Where did you where Garoppolo? New England. Oh, that's right. I, I kept thinking yeah. San Fran. I forgot he was there. That's yeah. right. Uh, Josh Allen. I've actually uh, went with a, to a workout. With I remember him with you the, saying with that with the yeah. Jets. Uh, and I think that that's all of them. Josh Allen, Brady, and Garoppolo. Okay. No, Dak was Dak on my team. Senior Bowl. I can't was remember that what you if said? Dak was East or West, North or South. Well, he would have been he, south with. Uh, that's with uh, Mississippi, Mississippi that's right. State. So I didn't get to catch him from him. So you know those three guys. I mean, off the top of my head, mm, I guess number one, probably Jimmy Garoppolo, because just I remember being like when I'd be in the huddle with him, he was a little more comforting to uh, just felt a little more comfortable. The, him giving the plays and asking him a question, because Brady, you know, he was real. You know, just like, oh God, you know. So at least he could help you out with where, what to do. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And and, uh, and honestly, Bryce, Jimmy G, he's he's easy on the eyes. Yes, he, he's he a is. handsome. Yeah, fellow. we would. I went. I was able to go out with him a few times. Oh wow. And uh, well, I guess what a wingman to have. As well, it was a group. You know, <laughs> okay. group but it All was right. interesting. You know, just to see who had around him. Uh, <laughs> So Jimmy, okay, I was not expecting that pick. He would be last on my list as a fan, right. but as a tight end, uh, or as a tight end who wants a QB in the huddle, calm him down, let him know what to do. Jimmy G's your pick. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking to a guy who's had experiences with a few quarterbacks. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, probably um, Jimmy G. All right, is Tom Brady really that? intimidating in the huddle yeah giving a plug <laughs> yeah, yeah. did you see that he he was like he's like i'm not coming out of this game he he went back into the game to get uh gronk that one that that one final catch for his incentive got him an extra million dollars five hundred thousand are you serious five hundred thousand mm. oh gronk oh, was oh, gronk wow. was saying a million yeah well, Gronk probably didn't understand what his contract nah, looked like. But he, yeah. basic, he basically was joking on the sideline that says, if I don't get that seventh catch, I'm going to have to look for a real job. Yeah. I saw LaShawn Dang. McCoy talking about how great of a teammate he was, too, and how intense he was and everything. So. Yeah, I mean, Bray, I mean, it wasn't like a jerk, but it's yeah. as a obviously my only recollection of him was obviously as a rookie you know so i'm like okay you know a little intimidated by it but and he had won and what, if you don't know super bowls already when you 2016 got there? yes if you don't know what you're doing he'll find another guy to to get in your spot i would imagine uh thankfully it didn't come to that but, uh, <laughs> i think i think obviously we got a little you know kind of the uh top plays it wasn't anything crazy yeah. but uh um you know i mean brady's definitely it was you know cool to be in the huddle with him and things like that and uh but i'm going Jimmy G still. Brady. Interesting. Okay. Um, there's a young name. There's a couple of young names yeah. on this list, but I I can't wait to have this conversation about playoff quarterbacks five years from now. Like, where's Joe Burrow five years from now? Is he in the upper echelon? He's on track to be, but you know, we're like the same realm as. Well, you can't Brady? put him in the Brady realm or the or like, or like in the Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Is he in that realm? three four five years from now the question is can he stay healthy and can he stay consistent with what he's doing right now i mean and what do they build around him in cincinnati right absolutely because right now he is i mean that connection with jamar chase is the deadliest in the nfl but it deads it dates back to their college days i mean they were were deadly in college um 
Bryce, so, you need to if you need to hot. shed a few layers, feel free. Yeah, yeah. man, I I feel hot just looking I'm at getting you. Hot. <laughs> you are Good layered gracious. up. You got to have at least four. You got a shirt on under that shirt? No, I got three. Okay, he's three deep today. Three deep. It was a little chilly this morning. Yeah. Jeez, man. We got a toasty here in the studio. I know what is it like seventy? I don't know. Troy it's must not be here. We there. got the heat on today. All right, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Who's your uh, Who's your pick? Are the Bucks going to win again with Brady? You got Aaron Rodgers maybe giving a finger to Green uh, Bay out the door, or you know what you got for these well, playoffs? Well, that'd be cool if Ben Kurt, you know, he's in Green Bay. Yeah, and obviously that'd be unreal to see him get a Super Bowl. Um, I had someone. What have we got? Raiders. Raiders. Bengals. Uh, I know my buddy Kyle Dahl would have a heart attack if Raiders won. Okay, so that's what Kirk Dahl's mm-hmm. kid son. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a good buddy. Uh. Eagles have won one, 49ers, Cowboys. What are you looking for, a new team maybe? How about yeah. Stafford in his first year with the Rams? I got, a, cool. I got a future on them. I need them to win. That would be cool to see you know, the Rams win a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray would be uh, – The Rams have who? The uh, Cardinals. That's a great game. That's Monday night. Oh, that's awesome game. Manning cast. Just, have you watched the Manning cast yet, Bryce? I haven't. Monday night. I'm going to text you. That might text be your me. last chance, text right? Text me channel and time. I'm going to text you. <laughs> all right, channel time. That, I'll give you all the details. That'll be the last time they yeah. do it this hey, year. If you don't so. forget about me. I'm sure I will. All right, we'll talk about that when we return. <laughs> we had, What a moment. Bryce and I, we don't even need to communicate because no. we are linked telepathically <laughs> to one another. We'll talk about that. Yeah. we got to go Pirate Radio Outdoors, and Shirley has her hand raised. Yes, we have to pick another winner, Clip. Oh, wow. Because uh, we forgot to, we failed to mention this, so this is this is on us. This is our first time doing this, by the way. Yes, this is our first time. If you have already won this month, <laughs> you are not eligible to win again. Oh, no. So... Ironically, Johnny Robertson was our winner yesterday. Can we go second closest? So no, we're, no, we're going to draw a new number. I, I, I said generate another number. Yeah. All right, we got so another Chad drawer. Moore, All right, here we go, Chad baby. Moore, you, there's still a chance. Everybody's still alive. All right, except for go. Robert Robert Matthews. You have been eliminated because you did win earlier this month. Sorry, you are out. Mm. All right, we got another drawing coming up when we All return right. on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a look, quick look at your stock market report. It was a good day for the Dow. It, they were up uh, 38 points and closed at 36,290. The NASDAQ was ahead 34 at 15,188, and the S&P was up 13 at 4,726. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Reliving some old memories, old games with 
Bryce Williams caught a touchdown in the win over NC State in 2013. And uh, you found one uh, angle of the you mm-hmm. and Coop pick he was talking about. There's a about. better one somewhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we got to do another drawing because our winner, uh, we did a drug test and he was on steroids. Uh-oh. Johnny R. Jeez. Got hit with illegal substances. Oof. Or he had just won earlier this month, so we couldn't give it to him. Like yesterday. <laughs> uh, like yesterday. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do it all over again. Uh, for John and uh eddie sorry um the numbers the cutoff was at five o'clock we're gonna we're gonna stick to those rules so you are not eligible to win today we're doing a facebook we're gonna do something similar on face on uh youtube coming up thursday where you can be a winner so get ready for that all right uh let me hit this up real quick our random number generator and we'll have bryce williams read off the top number i'm gonna hit it here and i'm gonna hit it one more time one bryce more time. and our winning number is oh we got us to 75 and we have 75 josh trip right there at 75 you are correct sir josh trip call 252-317-1250 and uh we will let you know how you can redeem your lunch for two at tiebreakers you're tripping i ain't tripping are you sure you ain't tripping and i'm not joshing you oh (laughs) neither one of them things am i doing was that supposed to be funny no mike it was not mike mullis will join us thursday so bryce every wednesday i am (laughs) that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard mully i don't want you to come on the show thursday well i'm gonna be here son all right there you go that's all you got to do is do the opposite and you can get them uh i am supposed to send bryce a text every wednesday i usually do it on on, in route to work at a stoplight yeah while i'm driving i say bryce are you available at five and then bryce would give me back like a funny response to say yes Uh does a bear poop in the woods exactly (laughs) uh today i did not send that message and at 206 I said, I forgot to text you today. Are you in for 5 o'clock? At 2.06, Bryce Williams sends me, did you forget me? With an emoji. With the, well, this is called a gif. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a gif of a guy sitting alone, looking at his watch like, <laughs> they forgot about me. So, right at the same so, time. So right you right. sent text messages to each other at the exact same yes. time. Yes, we were thinking about we were we're so locked in on Wednesdays. Yeah, we really don't even need to text we each don't. other. We could talk telepathically to one exactly. another. That's actually kind of weird. It is. It was very weird. That was. I was that that's low. very I was very in, weird. Uh, in the parking lot, Lowe's. I was sitting right here at this very chair. That's crazy. That is crazy. That is wild stuff. Okay, because it threw me off. I was like, wait, did he not get my text? Like, <laughs> I, it was, so it kind of confused me. I'm like, what? Oh, that I was. said, uh, we thought about each other at the same time, and, and Bryce said, it's meant to like, be. Like, as soon as you press sent. He, he said, yeah, it was double sent. Literally. Wow. Like, I mean, it had to be within the within 15 seconds. Like, yeah. Like, yeah nuts i tell you that is nuts and here we are today here we are we are here bryce uh let's go pirate radio outdoors real quick let's see what you've been up to in the fields and uh in the water since we've last spoke with yeah. you um well you know it, you know went skiing and all that and then i was like well heck i got you know i gotta get on there and i was gonna go saturday weather forbidden me to do that 
took care of some things with you know at the house and i can only you know typically i'm like a once a weekend you know i gotta spend time with anna yeah yeah so sunday was the day the day the day and i'm like oh man you know come on going with a good buddy going to some good spots you know we're gonna catch some dang fish it's winter trout are biting just just ready for it you know mm-hmm. and uh because we got good intel that like two days the two days prior um the, the fish were in there trout were biting everybody's happy now where are you hearing this they got newsletters they got message boards word of mouth where are you getting this word intel of mouth, from a buddy's friend all right my buddy's friend hey look don't tell anybody but i got a tip a hot tip exactly. for exactly a hot tip all right well that tip <laughs> didn't pan out oh. just the way we wanted to oh. it's so, i mean i caught a nice fish you know i've been telling you you know you know it's a, it's a good you know when you catch a 20 inch trout or bigger you know that that's good stuff i mean it's rare you know 20 inch trout hard to come by yeah well, I hooked up on one finally. First bite in like two hours. Like, son of a gun. And we netted him. I said, okay. Because the big ones tend to kind of surface and thrash around. And you're like, okay. So I netted him. And I'm like, okay, this might be a 20. I didn't want to get too crazy. And he was a 19-inch trout. I was like, golly. And uh, still good. It was a good, yeah, nice, like, good well, nice trout. And then I caught like another like 17. Who makes 20 the magic number? The the fish folks or yourself? Is uh, it like it's a like personal a, it's thing? It's like a fish okay. statistical thing. Like I got you. more your, you know, t- I forgot the high, you know, the big statistic, the real technical one. But, you know, trout to make it to 20. Like it's like one, it's like one out of a thousand supposedly make okay. it to 20 inches. So you were almost there. No, it was almost there. Catch, and they're the heavier breeders and or spawners um you know the eggs and stuff like that so when they get to that size and uh caught that one my buddy caught five no four four whatever four it was and i caught two like all morning up until from about 7 30 to 12 30 hmm. and i was like and because the wind started to pick up and when the wind starts picking up it is a pain in the butt to try and fish and keep your trolling motor and boat in a good spot and i'm like well live to fight another day so i wonder when you get tips like that bryce like how long what's the time span on when that that the, fertile uh, fishing ground I, can become just i'd like leak. to know honestly from yeah. every time i've got intel <laughs> it hasn't panned out right i mean i'll catch some fish in the general creek but it, i mean it won't be like on fire by no means like i've i was talking to a buddy today and i'm like this trout season i've been a day late and a dollar short yeah i fished one creek with jay or my one of buddies or manager anyways fished this one creek you know we fished before you know we caught some fish caught another 19 and a half or whatever and poked around at them well then like the next day at like lunchtime my buddy goes the same creek and wears them out i'm like you got it warmed up what's for him. Go- yeah i'm like what's going on i mean it was you know good to take the boat out because i hadn't taken the boat out she ran like a top um everything was going you know good day but i'm like okay like when's my you know when's it my time <laughs> you know when can i tell the story i'm always chasing stories i'm never able to make them or tell them <laughs> it's hard on a man it is man you, know? you you got a rough life so who knows i mean i need to just focus on duck hunting this month it seems because i got to the end of the, this month okay till duck season goes out and i'm pot i should be going tomorrow morning um that'll be an early rise but um maybe i'll, I'll pray for a good day on the wo- on, in the woods 
Actually, I'll be in the woods, but in the water. How's that work? In the swamp. In the swamp? Yeah. What are you doing there? Duck hunting. Okay. All so, right. maybe, hey, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow I'll uh, be able to cut some down. So that's on the docket for Thursday. Ducks. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thanks. But, uh, yeah. That's it. And it's good. I'll maybe fish this weekend. Who knows? Maybe I'll go to hit, uh, tag them both. Water in the woods. What is the role of... I've played Duck Hunt, the Nintendo game. Yeah. Back in 1988 or whatever. What is the role of the dog uh, for to a ret- duck hunt? To retrieve. Okay. Makes things easier. You get to stay put. Don't got to move. And that, that dog goes and gets it and brings it back. I got a buddy. I believe uh, he he trains the dogs. Is oh. that something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For That's duck a hunts? big thing, yeah. especially in this area. Shoot. Yeah. Is he East Carolina Retrievers? Mm, Something like that. I'll look. Oh, that's the only really duck dog training I know. Okay. I'll have that for you when uh, we return. On Pirate Radio Live, we'll take a timeout, come back. More to go with Bryce Williams. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. Of course, we gave away lunch for two at Tiebreakers on Facebook today. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, coming up tomorrow, we're going to do a YouTube giveaway. And uh, so you're going to make sure you need to uh, follow us up and subscribe to our YouTube channel at PR927FM. Uh, if you want to follow us on YouTube, however, just click on Pirate Radio TV and mm-hmm. then click on that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. So now back to you, Clip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Charlie. Chandler Honeycutt, a.k.a. Salmon Boy. Salmon Boy. Salmon Boy. You ever caught a salmon? I have not. I've What's the deal salmon. with them? Are they upstream or downstream? Which way, which way are they going? I think they don't look swim, at me. I think they swim upstream. I mean, I think they swim everywhere up the, okay. down the stream, but I think they go upstream when I they're I swim in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert says that dog would piss me off when he laughed at you for missing. He's referring to duck hunt there. If you didn't oh, hit the ducks, the dog would laugh at you. I'd get laughed at a lot. Man. And uh, Robert, another Robert, Robert D. says the wind direction temperature can move fish around day by day. So it's kind of a guessing game. It is, it, and I have not guessed right. Yeah. Not enough to be like, man, that was a stellar day. Bryce, we had a conversation going earlier. Uh, let's go around the horn one more time. Favorite salad dressings. Chandler? Mm. I got to go with French. Mm. I got to go wee-wee. All right. <laughs> Shirley? Oh, as usual. Yeah, put some ranch on it. Put some ranch on uh, it. Coach Owens, thank you. I'm a Catalina man. What is Catalina? Oh, oh no! I've seen it, but I can't think of what it is. It like, is sweet. I like the zesty Catalina. It's uh, So you know what it is. You just haven't had it before? 
like you, you recognize uh, it's like a sweet treat recognize the uh, uh the orange. bottle and stuff okay. it's kind of reddish yeah try it bro see what you I think might try. it's just I, like french i like to uh, <laughs> it is not <laughs> sorry <laughs> Catalina. We got a little dramatic earlier with all this chatter. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Uh, what's your go-to salad dressing? Well, it kind of depends. If I'm going like a like a house salad, then it's definitely some ranch. Okay, put some ranch. Um, on. but if I'm going like a spring mix, I like uh, like with you know your mm-hmm. glazed pecans and your craisins and this kind of more of what a, like a springy craisin summer salad in a way. I'm a raspberry vinaigrette <laughs> <laughs> what vinaigrette uh, raspberry fed on that thing vinaigrette. you know like a good old southern bar and i love me some jimmy g <laughs> did you say craisins is that a thing is that like a raisin uh, dried cr- cranberries like oh. dried cran- cran- yeah dried cranberries dried cranberries then you got like candied walnuts or candied pecans feta yeah. cheese you're out it's a pretty good salad you're out there. Salad. Salad. All right. Mr. Raspberry Vinaigrette over here. Bryce Williams. Yeah. I did not have that. Coming. Now, Shirley, you said you were going to a restaurant in the town of Farmville, and they said y'all said they have a great salad it bar. Is. Does oh, that man. salad bar have Catalina? Catalina? No, it does not. Oh, Cliff ain't having that. I, and a lot of places don't, and I, I don't know the answer as to why. So what do you why. do? What's your backup? Uh, he walks out of the restaurant. <laughs> well, first he says, uh, "I'm out of here." Flip the t- <laughs> if I'm having a good back day, uh, I'll flip the entire salad bar. <laughs> Just causes a complete scene. I Where's will. my Catalina? <laughs> I will, uh, and then somebody will say, "Who's Cat? What's Catalina?" I'll punch that guy in the face. Yes. <laughs> and then I will. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, take off my white gloves. I will slap another guy in the face. <laughs> And then I will walk out of the restaurant. Man. Um, I will put some ranch on it. And also like Thousand Island. I would say those are my my top three. If I had to go Mount Rushmore with one more, hmm. I couldn't do that because I only have three. You're not a you're not a Frenchie? French sucks. French is like brown, ain't it? Exactly. <laughs> Some brown. I don't know brown on my salad. It's not either. brown. It's like more of an orange. I know, but I like that you said brown. It's brown, ain't it? <laughs> One of them's brown. <laughs> what can brown do for you? Nothing on my uh, salad. Dang thing. Exactly. Um, I, I don't. I've had French before. You know why? Because it tastes like Catalina. People used to tell me that, and then I would try it and be like, "What is wrong with your taste buds?" This is like 1994. Do you have COVID? No, it's not. It doesn't exist yet. So you still have your taste buds. So what's wrong with them, bud? Bud. And then I hit punch that guy, flip that salad bar over. So a lot of assaulting. Yeah. A lot of assault and obstruction of property. (laughs) All of my arrests. We're looking for this guy. Can we get like a mugshot? The salad bandit. Yeah. (laughs) The Catalina crook. Oh, man. The Catalina Wine Mixer. Thank you, Jay. That's a reference to Step Brothers. Step Brothers. I believe. All right. Do we have another break to take? Yes. Man, bad break management by me today. That's Dang. on me. We'll take a timeout, wrap it up with Bryce Williams, and we return that after this. That's on me. That's-
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Oh yeah, you just told me you were going to do that. Sorry, Shirley. I heard you, but Bryce, I'm going to blame like, Bryce. Clem! That's on him. <laughs> hey, my bad. Sorry, Shirley. Sorry. All right, wrapping up today's show, we got another um, another Catalina Stan out there. His name happens to be Stan. Mm. Chad says that sweet Vidalia, Vidalia, Vidalia? Vidalia. Vidalia onion dressing is where it's at. So uh, we are starting a lot of uh, the great rivalries, dressing debate, salad dressing rivalries. We'll keep this rolling. Bryce, mm-hmm. enjoyed it, buddy. Yeah, thank y'all for having me. Good luck. Uh, Glad to be back hunting ducks tomorrow. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. Shirley Chandler, see you fine folks Thursday, three o'clock on all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll talk to former pirate Alec Burleson, also touchdown Tony Collins, Troy D, and a whole lot more on the way on Thursday. We'll see you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.